It's gotta feel good when you're number one song. When you're talking about yourself. And no, you don't hate to admit it. No. No, he, he's okay. You guys uh, noticed that he never played this song? I think he did. Did he? Or was it not this song? Maybe he played something. Was this one? During um, my second win with running around with Red Fu and the gang, we I think we were in New York and he met D Nice. And to us, like, well, us three, I can't speak for us DJs, but to us three, it's like, oh, okay, cool, D Nice. Yeah. And you've worked well, you've worked with yeah, him I've in the with past. Him a couple of times, yeah. Have you worked with him? or? Okay, but. You're, you, you know, cool, be nice. Yeah. But yeah. well, Rel came, and Rel, Fu came up to me and was like, yo, you know who that was? I was like, I don't know. I don't see who you're talking to. Right. And he's like, that was D Nice. I was like, you mean, uh, I don't know, what, what, what the, the lyrics of that? My name is D Nice, although I hate to admit it. Taking out your suckers and you don't know how I did it, D Nice? He's like, yeah, that's him. <laughs> he's probably shocked you knew the lyrics, yeah. huh? <laughs> Well, Fu's old school, so he, he yeah. knew exactly what I was talking no, about. No, that's what I'm saying. He was shocked that you knew the lyrics. Uh, yeah. No, no, no. Uh, we, we have old school talks every now and so. Nah. We're definitely on the same page with that shit. But, yeah. That's amazing. Yeah. Man. What a time. Yeah. All right. All right. Welcome back to the Mickey D's podcast, episode 39. 39? Yeah. Damn, 39. We hitting the foes, man. Yeah. This is getting real. Well, yeah. Yes, sir. Welcome back, fellas. How are we feeling? Everybody healthy? Yes, sir. Man. Feeling good. Feeling oh. like strong as ox. You know, okay. uh, you know, we got to do a temperature check on how we've how we're doing since the last episode. Not just with us, but with the uh, listeners as well. Like, and what I mean, what I mean by temperature check is um, where are you, how are your thoughts? Yeah. Are you in a better space? Absolutely. You know, are you in a neutral space? Are you in a positive space? Are you still in funk? So, oh, those you know, make yeah, those yeah. thoughts. So you got to check in on people. Make, make sure they're, you know, just doing well. And I mean, you guys, everything good? Everything's good, Great. man. I'm, yeah. in a, I'm in a way better space or, yeah. you know, state of mind than, you know, our previous episode. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, come to terms with what is happening and just, you know, just looking at, you know, utilizing the neutral Mickey spaces we talked last time yeah. with Joseph, but also, you know, has, having some positive uh, thinking and moving forward. So I'm great, man. I can't, cannot, cannot complain. Oh, yeah. I'm loving it. I think it's um, it's so funny that there's so many times that we're we're on the move so much in our lives, you know, trying to get from one thing to another, whether yeah. it be a gig or um, you know a commitment that we've made or a meeting, and things are always like stacked up on each other as much as they can, and yeah, you know, it's it's kind of a breath of fresh air, honestly, to have so many things slow down yeah. or not be open yeah. for you to congest your day with and i'm just i mean i'm just enjoying the slow motion of things yeah i've heard a lot of people say you know not to sound like an asshole but i am enjoying this downtime i'm enjoying more time with my family i'm enjoying fixing shit and cleaning shit and getting catching up on other stuff that needs to be done so you got to make the most of it yeah wifey's a hairstylist she said mentioned to her that you know she's constantly booked has our own studio in sherman oaks you know doing X amount of clients every day. And she Mm -hmm. says, listen, I feel, I do not feel bad about sitting on my ass for the next month. You know, I bust my ass every day of the week and I'm taking this time and I don't feel bad about doing absolutely nothing. Yeah. And you can't. 
Why yeah. would you? you know what well, I mean? we're going to see, we're going to really be tested in a week or two when everyone's done cleaning out the garage. And yeah. well, <laughs> I haven't started that process doing yet. I'm going like to save that. I'm going to save know, that. Yeah. The color-coordinated closets. Yeah, like the, when that's right, all. Yeah. You know, I mean, look, we're all DJs and we got crates, so uh, we, we got a bit of a infinite amount of work that we could always go back to Absolutely. if we really want to. Absolutely. Well, one thing I've, I've noticed, there's all these challenges. Oh, and God. obviously, you've know, you guys have noticed it as well, but have you guys partaken in any of the challenges? Uh, or I have. I have. You've At first, been hit, how many challenges have you been hit I've only with? done, I've been, Wait, I can't tell you. Which ones have you done on your own and which ones were you a part of association? Because you got brought into a couple. I got brought into a couple. By I've never a couple like, situations. Yeah, like yeah, couples. yeah. I didn't, because at first I was like, I'm not doing this shit. I, I'm, I refuse to do it. I'm not going to do it. That's the real I know. But then, but then I was just like, fuck it. What else am I going to do? <laughs> <laughs> fuck it. You know what I mean? I just didn't want to be, I didn't want to come off as that guy being like, oh, Rel never wants to be, you know, never is down to do whatever, whatever. Like, he you wants to be, guy. yeah, I know. He, he wants to be the outcast. So I was like, you know what? This is, this is a perfect opportunity for me to go against the green. You know what oh, I mean? Yeah. Do something what they don't expect me to do. So right, I was like, yeah. so... Like you said, by association, I did these. I didn't start any. I didn't, you know, choose to do anything. Right. A couple of people called me out to do something. So I did them. You know what I mean? Close friends that, that asked me to do them. So I fuck with I just did the uh, the shot one. Yep. Um, our trainer called me out on that one. Oh, that, that's what uh, I mean. Yeah. Right. And then um, the push-up one, obviously. Okay. You know, yeah. close friend of ours. How many? 50 push-ups? No, the one that I did, I think, was only like 20 or 10 or 20 or something like that. It wasn't like yeah. 50 or 100. I've gotten called out to do 150. I said... I'm 150? No, I said 50 or 100. Um, no, I'm not doing like, it. I, but, that's you know, a, I'm, that's I'm, a minute. That's I get two it. minutes. You know, people were doing it to you know stay you know active and stay yeah. in shape. Where I'm still working out. So I'm like, fuck that. I'm not doing 100 push-ups. Yeah. I just did an hour and a half session this morning. I'm not doing 100 push-ups. Fuck yeah. out of here. Or you could be like our boy Andre, who did push-ups and took a shot. Yeah. He took right. a shot after the push-up? He yeah, did them he together. Did. Straight to the head, from the bottle, from the head. <laughs> he <of> must <laughs> be bored. He had to make up for the, his uh, significant other lack of push-ups that she was doing. <laughs> I love you, E. <laughs> we love you. We miss Teamwork you. Teamwork makes a dream work. Oh, man. <laughs> yeah. I, I did one uh, 50 push-up situation. Uh, I, oh, well, I recorded it. I didn't post it because I was like, ain't nobody want to see my ass fucking doing push-ups. Let I would. All. That's motivating, bro. Oh, hell no. So are your size doing push-ups? Like Stanley at the office <laughs> doing, doing 20 push-ups you know, or 30. You, know, you can do 20 to get out of here early. What Watch you're out. seeing is something we've never seen. Like a mother lifting a car to get a baby out. <laughs> <laughs> uh, we, did them, we did them here uh, and you know we've been staying active during this downtime yeah. with, with the shop we constantly have to deal with orders customers people always coming in managing payroll right like trying to like not drown ourselves with too much work and so one of the nights after we were done doing inventory I told the guys I was like, come on let's just record getting our push-ups on we'll challenge another store or something and then um, we knocked them out and I think we had committed to 20 and I was feeling good, like it, I hadn't done much, you yeah. know, on the upper body. So I was just like, you know what, let's keep going. I went to 50. But you can't see my legs in it. So I was like, you know what, people are going to judge me because they can't see my full form. So I'm, I'm going to redo them yeah. another day. Okay. What about you, Joe? You do um, any? I've been hit to do push-ups. <laughs> Didn't do them. Um, <laughs> been hit to do this, this um, woman DJ asked me to do, I don't know what she asked, but it's something to do with baking. And the, I don't know something a baking with baking challenge. Someone baked. Yeah, you, you like she baked challenge? a loaf of bread and tagged me, or I forgot what she said. But are you a known baker? No, because uh, I was like, that's something new that I never knew about you. Um, she's probably just trying to get me to do something new. Um, and then 
shout out to Tony Clark and Drift. They asked me to post a live footage, to, like of your live club footage. Of you oh. rocking a club. I gotta, I gotta do that. You gotta. Do uh, that. I will do that. But yeah, all the other ones, I don't know. Care for? I just haven't been hit to do them. So I got hit with like the get a bucket challenge. I of course partook in that. The just playing basketball. Uh, and you have like a yeah, 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 yeah. But that happened really early pre lockdown i felt so mm. it's like eh, it's not really one of those annoying ones that are coming around no disrespect yeah. to my friends but you know it reminds me of the the that actual bucket challenge that they did to raise ice a bucket ice bucket challenge oh yeah. yeah it reminds me of that you know it just, just went viral and everybody was just doing it but there's too. like a new challenge every day yeah. hey i mean listen people got a lot of time on their hands they got a lot time. of time everyone's trying to <laughs> you know stay relevant yeah. on, on anybody Instagram. tired of uh, tiktoks yet uh, i don't um, I thought I was going to be <laughs> when this first started I thought I was going to be um, wifey's been trying to get me to do a TikTok for the longest and I keep telling her I'm down let's do it but she just she's indecisive about which one she wants to do so I'm like well when you figure out which one you want to do then we'll do it right. until then I'll What's be sitting the, right here wait 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 are you at that point in your relationship where if there's something you don't care to do and she asks you to do that thing but you know she's going to be indecisive about it you're going to say, yeah, let's yeah, do it. Yeah, absolutely. My man. <laughs> Smart. Yeah. Because if you say no, no she's always going to say, oh, you never want to do, do the this. things. But, but if I know you're going to be indecisive, about, about, yeah, yeah, let's, let's do, do it. it. I'm waiting on you. <laughs> let's do it. You tell me when and where, let's go. Is that you I, calling her bluff? Or is it like just being, putting yourself in the best I mean, position I, to I win? I guess, you know, you could, I guess you could, in perspective, you could say that you're calling her bluff, but. I mean, but you you know you got to be as cool as a cucumber yeah. when she says, "All right, I figured it out. Let's do it." All right, let's all right, do cool. It. Let's you go. can't be like ah, uh, yeah. Then you're you can't gonna... make it. Just like you know, yeah. you've already made the commitment to it. Yeah, yeah. you just said it. All right, cool. But then you, you don't want to be known as that boyfriend that's like he always he's, just he's never was never down to do anything. Yeah. Wants to, never wants to do anything I want to do. Yeah, you don't. It's always what he wants to do. I love it. Yeah. I love yeah. that energy. You know? But you know. I, but that's exactly what it is. I agree. You're like, yeah, let's do it. So I'm waiting to do it. You know, if All you guys right, go see, back in the studio, let yeah, me know when you're ready. Right, exactly. <laughs> <laughs> if you guys see a TikTok uh, surface in the next week or so, yeah, she followed she, through. Yeah, she, followed, <laughs> she saw this episode and she followed through. <laughs> <laughs> for entertainment so, purposes, yeah, exactly. thanks for the sacrifice, bro. Exactly. For entertainment no, We're going to have to, no, no, have to no, post no. that on the Mickey yeah. D show uh, IG, man. We yeah, don't need that. Exactly. That's a clip. We need I got that. Y'all. That's a clip for sure. <laughs> Uh, maybe we'll try to do a TikTok before we leave here, huh? Have you guys done TikTok yet? <laughs> no. 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 I started posting those danger um tracks on there, but no, no long say months ago. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. I don't I don't even mm-hmm. look at TikTok. Yeah. It's going you crazy. Still have that, you still have the app though. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I think it's just ultimately the, the algorithm is still untouched or messed with per se. Yeah. Um so open form. It's free yeah. for all. But you know. No conspiracy, right? Between it being no a one's made that connection yet, and a but if you but if there is, you heard it here first. And according hey, to our man, president, listen here, right? a Chinese I called virus, it. as he said, <laughs> Jesus Christ. Oh man. Anyway, uh, any other challenges here? Well, look, while we're on the topic of IG, clearly we started this the episode with the nice. Yeah. Um, yeah. Wow. Let me start. Let me start <laughs> real quick. I, I gotta. I gotta. Did, get you, ahead did of this. you do the Mickey drop? This is look, this is my <laughs> fault. Wah, 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 right? <laughs> I went on the record last week talking all this mess about Instagram Live not mm-hmm. being the best platform for you to put yourself out there. Mm-hmm. Um, 
I don't know what dropped that. Is that me? It's you. Yeah. Oh, God. It's a lot of you. It's a lot of me. There All is a you. lot of me physically. But um, I will say this, I, and I clarified this on Twitter. Protect yourself. I, I You know, just insurance. You always buy the insurance. Unless it's travel insurance. That's just… No, always say no. Nightmare. Always say no. <laughs> <laughs> but I, I didn't say to not do it. I just said it's not the best platform or, or way to do it. Um, I will say this, that there was a very particular line of the planets and the moons that occurred. And I think, you know, D-Nice is just one of those dudes where… It's an anomaly. He covers a lot of different bases when it comes to his network and, yeah. and who he is. Yeah. And I think we all have an appreciation for not only his music, his music taste and him as a DJ. I, I really didn't know him as a DJ very much. And I, yeah. I got a lot of respect for his skill set. He's, he's dope, uh, yeah. charismatic, yeah. and has great selection. And, I mean, look, if, if you're anybody that's anybody, your PR is telling you to log in. Yeah. Literally, I mean, we could name so many people, but start at the Oprah's the Michelle Obamas, Man. the uh, Gabrielle Unions, yeah. the DJ Khaled, the DJ Khaled, the Bernie yeah. Sanders. Everybody was in that. <laughs> Mark he, did something with the, he did something with Michelle Obama, right? He's about to. He, I think that was today. Oh, he did oh, it no, today. it was yesterday. Oh, okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. And I mean, we're recording it's Thursday. Thursday. Yeah. yeah. It's hard to tell what day it is these days. Man. Fellas, yeah. I'm going to yep. tell you right now. I did not know what today was when I woke up. Bruh. Well, I, I want to triple down on something because not yeah. that I was thinking this in the time and we, we can probably still go back and forth on this. Yeah. But I want to triple down on why I continue to, why I would continue to encourage DJs and we don't have to get into this right this moment. We can do it further down the line of this episode. But now people are listening to DJs that have taste and skill set as opposed to the DJ with the most followers or or, sure. or the best looking brand. All those there's a lot of DJs that get paid very, very well and they don't do and they they have the most basic sets, but because yeah. of their brand and their relationships, they'll get booked, right? Right. Now people are tuning into the DJs that have great taste, that have uh, and that have great skills. So we had this chart of three things to to live and die by for your DJ brand. It's um, skills being the last one, mm -hmm. um, brand being two, and relationships first. You can probably go in and out with one and two. Now, I think once all this is said and done, skills is going to move up a tier. And where I, what I think is going to happen is all these DJs that continue to do IG Live and continue to build a following for whatever reason. D-Nice is different because... We, we all know when we did the Mickey D show, or when we do the Mickey D show at DJ City, mm -hmm. the chat room is the best part, right? Yeah, yeah. absolutely. Shit, Craze is in there. Zach's in right. there. You know, all these guys are in there, so it's popping. Right. That's really, to me, that's outside of the song selection and, uh, you know, a few other things. That's what made D-Nice's um, IG Live dope. Yeah, it was a party. You, didn't, you, you saw Drake in there. You saw Drake's name. You saw yeah. Obama. You saw all that. So that attracted a lot of people to say, what am I missing out on? And if, and if she co-signs on him, if the, uh, if the first lady co-signs on, right. on him, then yeah, I'm a co-sign on too. So there's that. But I do think DJs are going to get the opportunity 
or they're getting the opportunity now to be heard because no one wants to sit and hear a set of just the baby and Migos and Cardi. Like people are open to anything right yeah. now because there ain't shit to do. But and and people more than ever, I think, are just like, well, let me try something different. You're gonna get flagged so if you post any of that, play any of that shit, anyways. So, so, well, so you're getting the opportunity the to be heard, yeah. right? Yeah. So that that's that's why I'm also tripling down. Again, I wasn't thinking this at the time, but I've talked to again. We can get into this later, but I talked about four bookers on what's again what's going to happen when all this is said and done, whether it's a few months from now or six months, and they all had different reasons or different ideas on what's going to happen. But this, they all agreed that these guys are going to get an opportunity to be booked. Now the, the skilled DJs are going to get an opportunity to be booked and heard. Now, granted they're going to get, they got their foot in the door when this is all said and done. What's always been an issue with a lot of skills, DJs and, and guys that do a lot of tricks. Can you hold a dance floor? Right. And that's up to them to maintain that dance floor as opposed to yeah look at me i was that guy on ig live doing this and that no one no one really cares to some degree no because you're not really like you're not partaking really in that energy other than what you're doing around the house yeah, yeah. like i could be listening to a podcast and i'm feeling good around the house too yeah like so it really doesn't come down to to those moments it is interacting and feeling a real crowd yeah, yeah. and i think that's that's part of it and i would also doubling down on, on my position right it's um I, what rel said is really important also is not everybody's being given this opportunity equally like there's a lot of djs who are getting taken down yeah, while they're yes, live that's unfortunate they're yeah. getting cut off short now not everybody has mark zuckerberg pulling up to their ig live like d nice did yeah. right so then that can also become confusing i think sometimes so again and i have this as a comparison so i i Went off, you know, took a chance here and, and jumped off the, the I don't know what the term is here, but... Ledge. Ledge, sure. And <laughs> finally said, fuck it, let me put something out, right? As a DJ, because I don't mm-hmm. really put... A piece of content. Out. Piece of content, right? Mm-hmm. Normally, everybody knows me for belly buckets, you know, that yeah. guy playing basketball, looks great. Boxing, been mm-hmm. great. The sneaker stuff is cool. DJ stuff, don't get to put it out as much because it doesn't engage great for me. Mm-hmm. Put out a little mini mix, you know, got got in, in my uh, feelings, yeah. if you will, and got inspired and put something out. Mm-hmm. And so my argument was, um, and, and shout out to Andy War, who literally grills me yep. every day it's his job. to do <laughs> IG Live. Oh, that's funny. Which is hilarious <laughs> because I don't think he listens to the pod mm-hmm. on a weekly basis. I was getting ready to say, uh, what? <laughs> Andy is his brother. <laughs> he's probably tired of hearing my voice as it is. Probably. <laughs> but he probably doesn't, he's not caught up and hasn't heard me, you know, going off on doing live. So yeah. anyway, he's on me. He's like, why aren't you on this wave? Everybody's doing it. Who cares how many people are in there? At least you're influencing, blah, 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 blah. True. So all I can go is by numbers, right? So a very respectable friend of the pod um, did his IG live a couple of days ago and he showed his numbers. This is someone who has two, a little more than two times my followership. Um, Which is, is? Is known for being a DJ. That's his demographic. People follow his shit. He's got his 150, 200, sometimes 300 people in there at a time. Mm-hmm. And then at the end, everybody posts a recap of how many, or they say, they never tell you how many people were in there at once. They tell you how many people showed up. <laughs> the max number. The max, the max number, number, right? Other reach, right? So there's 
whatever. So his number was was around 5,500 or something like that, right? For total. Okay. I put out this piece of content. It's uh, just under five minutes long and it'll live. And its current reach is 5,800. Okay. And I've only had to, I committed probably, let's call it 35 minutes of time between recording, exporting, and editing yeah. and getting it up, right? Um, pause. Or not. But it's up there. For it's the living. record, you don't ever have to pause with me. Okay. Because it just messes up the, you do the conversation. I'd be pausing for no reason. <laughs> okay. okay. Play. Um, so <laughs> Push play. But what I, I guess what I'm putting at is like, it doesn't require me to sit there for an hour to reach 5,800 people. There's just different approaches. Now, I'm not knocking it. I think it's great because, like you said, it's like going to the club and networking. Yeah. I'll do my rounds. I'll like, oh, you know, yeah, yeah, I'll yeah, hit yeah. the homies and check it out, see what's going on. Oh, that's dope. Cool. I'll check back in later. You know, say what's up to whoever. Yeah. Uh, and, I, and I'll counter that with this. And, and you can only do, my, my counter only works in this moment in time. You, yeah. you sleep seven hours a day. And then what do you do with the rest of your time? Right. So why not do both? You know what I mean? It's not like you got shit to do throughout the whole day. Oh, I, I'll see if I can squeeze it in. And that's why it only works right now. You wake up at, let's say, 9 o'clock. You know, you do your morning routines. You got the whole afternoon to record a mix or do you a routine. And then you can pick and choose when you want to do it live. Yeah, no, and, and that's a great point. I think it's a, people have a different, I don't know, um, luxury of time than I would. Because I'm still operating a business while all this is happening. That's fair. Yeah, that's fair. So that's where that... And again, I'm not saying there's a right or wrong. I right, think everybody right. has their own approach. No, it's just a good conversation to hear both sides. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. And I, I felt like it with numbers, now that I have numbers and I've seen someone's numbers and I've yeah. seen my numbers, and my approach and their approach, I think it just gives you a, a more realistic situation versus a hypothetical where we were last week. Yeah, you know, and then obviously D is like, I mean, the man jumped from fifty thousand followers to a million. To a million It's nuts. Yeah, that is insane. No, he's one point five now, right? You couldn't buy he that. Three, he was at three hundred thousand actually. Two. Oh, two hundred. He started out at two. Two hundred. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And then when I checked, like four days ago, he was at a million, and I heard he's at one point five. By you, the time this is out, he might be at two. Bro, there's nobody. <laughs> there is nobody in this world you could pay for that type of growth. No, in a sh- that, that amount, amount of time. time. No, 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 absolutely. D Nice definitely set the bar. I think he enhanced a lot of cats, uh, a, a lot of DJs. I should say, um, he definitely helped that. So, yeah. just like your 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 average bedroom DJ who only has a couple hundred, couple thousand followers, who are only getting averaging you know twenty to fifty people in there, it's it enhanced it now because yeah. now people are looking for the DJs on IG Live. Yeah. You know what I mean? Because well, people of are just this looking whole thing. for content on live now. Exactly. Yeah. You know what I'm yeah, saying? Yeah, they're yeah. looking for anything on live right now. You know, I, there's literally DJs, DJs that'll go on and they're not mixing. They'll play tracks and they're just literally talking. Records. They're talking to people, explaining records or, you know, talking about their experience when this record came out or whatever, you know, the situation is. Yeah. You know what I mean? So they're not, there's cats, like you said, there's cats not on there that's actually like DJing and, and what you call it, but they just, I feel like it's a great platform. The IG Live I'm speaking about is a great platform just to get a response yeah. from someone, you know what I mean, as opposed to putting out a mix or, you know, a piece of content like yourself and stuff like that, but to get a response from someone, even if it is just, like you said, the chat room yeah. is popping right now. I heard Questlove was, like, playing records that are unreleased and, like... Really? Like, I didn't get a chance to check out Questlove. Or, like, acapellas of stuff that didn't come out and, like, just crazy 
like what Just Blaze did for us at the Mickey D show, right? Oh, yeah, yeah. Playing records that might have not come out or it's a different version. I think that part is amazing to me. Like, yeah. you geek out on the music side of things. Yeah. What has been some of you guys' uh, favorites, some DJs, your favorite uh, IG Live so far? Um, I've, I've only seen a couple, to be honest. Um, I'm so busy with my own shit. Like, I, I stepped in the Vice's world for about 10, 20 minutes. Shout out to Phenom. Um, yeah, yeah, Phenom shot me a reminder or shot us a message saying to check it out. And then um, I, I checked out Scene as well. Dope. About 10, 20 minutes. Um, you so, know, those guys are yeah. all world. So that was cool. But I haven't really, I don't think I stepped into anybody else's. If I could give a recommendation, if you are interested in watching lives and different things like that, highly recommend watching it on Chrome um, and logging into your Instagram on there. I heard that that doesn't, they don't have that. that, uh... And then you Google Instagram stories Chrome and you have a plugin. And then the plugin Uh, allows you to watch lives on on the laptop. And then you could stream that on your computer, computer laptop. laptop. Yeah, TV. I was trying to do it on my laptop, but obviously yeah. I couldn't do it. And then I was Googling how you can do it, and it yeah. was talking about it. But they said it wasn't available anymore, so I, that's when my research just stopped. Mm. Oh, oh so, yeah, I'll send you the link. Yeah, 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 I, I've been yeah, able to be watch. I just have it on. Uh, I have the dual screen situation right now at the yeah. crib. So I've been able to put the, the live on one side, do my work on, on the, the other, other side, and Dope. then have my phone free to be able to do whatever else. So that's Dope. been a, a cool little cool little luxury. Yeah. But, I would recommend that best sound situation. Yeah, yeah, um, that's good. I would say D Nice uh, for yeah, sure. Obviously. Obviously. Outside of D Nice, outside of D Nice, <laughs> uh, would probably be Questlove. Um, shout out to uh, the ladies, uh, women DJs. Who they, oh yeah, Charisma, they, they, they Bella. Did little, uh, they did the Woman Crush Wednesday. Uh, I checked in that for a second. Um, I got to show love to to Justin Credible, who's doing a different approach, which is you know hearing out rappers. Um, and have them do their thing on live and then kind of like connect nice. with them. And then he'll have A&Rs in the chat room, like listening uh, as well. Yeah. So to give people an opportunity, different platforms. Yeah. Um, and try to think of it. I mean, Chris Villa Chris is Chris was day. amazing. He's killing bro. it. Yeah, he'll be on DJ City. He's doing yeah. DJ yeah, City Yeah, shout out to DJ well. City. Yo, yeah. Angie V is killing it. Yeah. I got to give her her flowers. She's like getting dressed up, doing themes, like nice. her whole... Situation and she's hitting numbers like with her followership to Makes her sense, engagement, yeah. like she's hitting 900 to 1k live viewers wow. at a time. Nice, so I gotta give Good her, her flowers because she's doing it right. Um, trying to connect DJ City and them, maybe they'll do their thing Dope. together one day. Um, and then, uh, I think that's kind of the people that stand out. Um, how about you, bro? Um, outside of Chris Villa and those guys, I mean, I think Dre Sinatra did a great thing when he brought Ty Dolla on. Shout out on. to Dre, man. Yeah, he... Um, Todd he, Dillerson? Yeah, Todd right Dillerson. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. Um, He's the biggest rapper I've yeah, ever <laughs> Wow. You know, like Todd, Todd Dillerson? Didn't know. You mean Ty Dollarson? Yo, yeah. You got um, to go to... Lil Dicky's Instagram show. Ty yeah. commented on that shit. <laughs> for for any of you guys who don't know what we're, we're talking about, um, please be sure to check out that well, new show, Dave. We'll, we'll get into that later. Yeah, like, like, we'll, 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 yeah. That's a whole second um, for us. That's yeah, how serious yeah. it is. Uh, but yeah, us, other than that, yeah, I think Dre Sinatra did a great job. Um, obviously, all the all the guys and all the uh, DJs that you guys mentioned have been doing um, great. Uh, I also want to shout out some of the artists that have been going on live. Anthony yeah. Hamilton. Did like a little mini concert from his living room. Yeah. John Legend. Dope. 
John Legend, Erica yeah. Badu. Yeah. Like all these, they're literally just doing little concerts from like their living rooms or the studios or whatever. And um, it's dope. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, you know, but most of these artists, if not all these artists had to cancel, either cancel or postpone their tour dates. Yeah. So they're at least giving us something that, you know what I mean? Like the people who yeah. have brought tickets or whatever yeah. and they're fans of them, giving them something, some sort of content that they can, you know, check in. So I think I really appreciated that. I thought that was dope. Big ups to Just Blaze too. Yeah. Uh, he was doing uh, similar to to the Mickey D set, like mm-hmm. pulling out samples, playing it on the controller, and then being like, "Y'all know where that's from?" And then play the uh, record. And I'm like, yeah. "Oh, Nerd, nerding out. just geeking out, man!" We gotta talk about he chop it up we live. Gotta talk about the Swiss beats and the Timbaland. Oh, the I Swiss. missed that. You missed that, man. Oh my god! Listen, I want to start off. I just first saw a clip of Swiss beats hitting his chin on the pad. I'm like, Listen, what's going on I want to start off by saying anyone under the age of thirty did not really appreciate it. I saw so many young cats hating on this shit that it was making me sick to my stomach. Right? Did you ID them at the door? And, and then, like, like uh, man, listen. I was just, you're listen, under 30. It is, is a lot of, like, cats out there that we know that are under the age of 30 and they're doing very well for themselves. And they were kind of, like, throwing some shade and being like, oh, this shit is a snooze fest, blah, blah, blah. Yeah. Like, you motherfuckers don't understand the catalog that these two these two producers have. Like, yeah. these motherfuckers was producing shit while y'all niggas was a, a fucking seed in your daddy's sack. Yeah. Like... <laughs> You you you, you got yeah. you got to understand, man. Like it it was it like listening to that shit, man. How many times? It, you know, obviously, you didn't catch it, but you were watching it for a while, correct? Absolutely. And I'm happy we get to have this conversation because you grew up in New York. And yes, I think. Uh, go ahead with your thought. Okay, and I'll, I'll jump in. Uh, I no, I, I just wanted to say that like it it was it was so great because there was so many times where I'd be like, yo, I forgot about this track, yeah. bro. Oh, and yeah. it was just like, and it just resonated so hard, and I think. I don't want to say more so than anyone. Like, I, if you, if I had to pick one, if I had to pick who won the battle, if who, who won zone, the catalog, zone, 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 zone. you know what I mean? Like, if I'm like, man, and it's hard for me because Swiss Beats is just, but I just think Timberland's catalog is wider. Okay, mm-hmm. you know he he touches he touches the Timberlakes, the Nelly Furtados. You know what I mean? Like, you know he hit that pop realm that Swiss didn't so much hit. I think the poppest that he got was Drake. You know. You know I'm just happy that that's what you said. That's all for now. <laughs> Go ahead. One thing that amazes me about Timbaland, I was watching the, the Hip Hop Evolution on Netflix uh, weeks ago, and they mentioned Timbaland and what he's done. And I'm thinking what he was doing at that time with Aaliyah and Genuine and Missy, that, and, it's, and I don't mean to say, for lack of better words, it was, it was underrated because there was so much cool shit that was out at yeah, that time. But absolutely. if you take... Timbaland's movement and that little click, like you can put that, you can put that to compete in any generation of music and it'll do some mopping. Any, any, any generation. I say to this day, Genuine's uh, 100% album, mm-hmm. the one that Timbaland produced front to back, yeah. is probably in the top three, top five R&B albums of mm. all time. And, and I am and, down to argue with anybody about that. And the samples he was using was like the weirdest the shit. Weirdest and he was getting it off in the early 90s, crazy, mid-90s. bro. Like crazy. <laughs> I encourage anyone to go back and listen to that album and really yeah. hone in on the production of that album. Like, it's stupid. And like you said, it was pretty much ahead of its time. Yeah. A lot of shit was coming out of that time that, that was dope. You know, you had Premier coming out with shit. You had Dilla coming out with shit. Yeah. You know what I mean? Uh, Pete Rock, like... All, all these great producers at that time were coming out with amazing yeah, stuff. So it, 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 it could have gotten lost 
in the crowd. You know what yeah. I mean? Yeah. Um, but it, it was amazing. So when he was pulling out the Aaliyah shit, when he was playing Aaliyah shit, I was like, yo, Swiss, you can't touch nothing, my nigga. You was yeah. too young for this, bro. Yeah. Like, you know what I'm saying? I think all the points you made were really great Yeah. in regards to it. What I did observe is a couple things. Um, Timbo definitely had a lot of wine towards the end. Hey. Oh, yeah. He was, yeah, he yeah, was yeah. really uh, having awesome. a good time and he, uh, you know, he was going back to his, uh, you know, that scene from, uh, was it Fate's Black? Yeah. Where, where he was drinking the tapico. <laughs> out the, the gallon. He would play the track and be like. <laughs> yeah, he was on that, but it was with wine. It. So it was a little more matured. Um, I could feel it, feel for his daughter who, who looked embarrassed of his dad, but he was enjoying himself. And he played a couple songs twice, but I stand with you on the sense of um, Tim having the winning at least that that back and forth yeah um and the reason why i really wanted to hear from your side is because swiss has so much energy right yeah and, and he's just zone 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 right like he's on it and and he's the man but i think he really did something for new york that at the time it didn't really like i didn't really embrace that right like i didn't really know With a the, lot of those records the dmx era that like yeah, like I was, I was definitely all about DMX and Rough Riders and what he was doing, but the B sides and or, or should, I should say maybe were the C side records that he was hyped up on isn't going up against a Get Your Freak On, isn't going up against a Justin yeah. Timberlake record. Like, yo, when he played Holy Grail, like, and this was one of the things I even like had to tweet. Like, Swiss was talking madness to Tim, like. Yo, like you, you out here like showing off records that DJs play when nobody's in the club, but Swiss is countering with records that nobody's got in their Serato. Yeah, yeah, I like agree. you know what I mean. Like I'm not carrying all the the Swiss beats. Yeah, like but CD to, records to counter that. I think that has a lot to do with the artist. Well, you know what I'm sure. saying. You can't you the artist. You can't compare a Eve who Swiss beat who Swiss works with. Sure, with. Nelly Furtado or yeah. um, um, I feel you on uh, that. Britney Spears or something yeah, like that yeah. that you know what I mean that, that Timbaland would work with I'm saying I say Timbaland has it because of the the range that the diversity and and the artists that he produced well, for when Tim played one R&B two R&B records right yeah. Swiss goes no 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 don't go there because he knows he can't he go can't, there. No, he, he can't, can't follow. Yeah, 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 exactly. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I agree with you. I agree with you 100%. He's like, yo, keep it in my my game. I think that, but I think the quality, if we're talking about the quality of the production, look, they, they, they're kind of hand in hand, neck and neck with each other. Sure. But I'm going to tell you this right now. Swiss didn't pioneer any other sound other than his. Timbo yeah. pioneered sounds every decade and consistently created mm -hmm. the trend Versus Swiss being his own trend. Like he, Swiss has his sound. Yeah. And and yes, he's made a couple, like the Angie Stone record. Nobody mm -hmm. really knew. Um, the, the sure, the Drake, right? Like that's where his R&B bag could yeah. go a yeah. little bit. Um, he was, I didn't know, but like he, he dropped one of the Kanye records that... Um, God damn it. Uh, he dropped a Kanye but that's record. that's a hip boy he joint. Yeah, he didn't and, produce and it. He's he just on it. He's on it. Yeah. And I was just like, yo, like, I that's get it. That's a different ballgame. Yeah. But, <laughs> yeah, because Tim ain't all up in the records. But he could have gone there with some Magoo shit. I don't know. Like, you know. Um, oh, man. 
He yes, might even. I don't yeah. think he even dropped the drop. Maybe he did. I don't know. But I, I, it's such a long clip. But at the end of the day, I think with Tim and yes, his diversity, diverse sounds, pioneering sounds, um, and Swiss kind of just you know his box can only go so wide. So yeah, um, I think Timbo got it. But I, I did see a lot of people who I respect their palate for music, mm-hmm. and they're like it's neck and neck and it's close. And I'm like, damn, like I I don't it comes think down I, to personal taste. Yeah. That's yeah, what, he, I mean, he, he, like a lot of people like the energy in Swiss Beats track, so 100%. So they're gonna side with Swiss. Whereas, oh, when he's hyping it up, I whereas, was hyped. I was like, this yeah, is dope. What is this? Timbaland may be more musical and, like, to your yeah. point, has a wider range, but I will say Timbaland, and this is to your point as well, but Timbaland changed music for us DJs on what we're oh, playing yeah. when he came 100, out with um, not only Sexy Back, but The Way I Are. Yeah. Music yeah, changed. Yeah. Everything just went up tempo and it was a whole different thing. And then I mean, yo, when, when I think Icebox, but that didn't really change him. But it, but at that moment, it was the biggest thing out there. Yo, you when know? he um, when he played the Bryson Tiller, yo, people I were in Timberland. shock. I What's forgot Timberland produced that shit. Sorry, not sorry. Sorry, not oh. sorry. He produced that, yo, man. But when he that, dropped it, but, the whole chat was like, "What, yo?" And that's that's the a Street Fighter joint. Yes, yes. Oh, I know he did. Bruh. <laughs> Uh, I was like, yo, I forgot about it. And then that just wow. reminded me, yo, I was like, yo, if he drops some shit that he produced for Tink, oh my God. Yeah. Like, yeah, yeah. that's why I was like, yo, it's, it's not even fair. I'm, I'm, like I said, I was a huge Swiss fan, but I'm biased. I've been a Timberland fan since, you know, the early Missy, I mean, excuse me, Aaliyah, Genuine days or whatever. Yeah. Like, I've always been that. Um, but growing up, Rough Riders, DMX, Deluxe, I was, what? Yep. Oh, you couldn't tell me shit when that shit came on. Yeah, that was but, my shit. I got to give it to Tim, man. I, I got to quote myself from, from my tweet. Timbaland makes music for... Timbaland makes music for spots where you got to know someone to get in. Swiss, Swiss makes music for spots that have police parked out front on. <laughs> you ain't shit. <laughs> <laughs> it's just the different energy, bro. Oh, man. So but, when... Um, but that was, that, was something, that was something that was great, man, for a great moment. I think we were all up late and it definitely shook things up and... Uh, definitely looking forward to the Hip Boy Boy Wonder uh, that passed. Yeah, you know, when this airs, absolutely. Yeah, so, yeah, yeah. That's gonna be a I'm good sure one. Sure, that's that's great. I want to I want to ask you guys' opinion on something. Um, and I, I'm I don't know if you guys saw this or not on uh, social media, but I don't want to throw nobody's name out there. But a well-known DJ, uh, who kind of travels a little bit, um, tweeted or Instagram something, basically saying. You know, I'm sick and tired of seeing DJs hate on other DJs. You know what I mean? They were like, I, I, you know, it's sickening. This is, this is, shouldn't be something how we should operate, whatever, whatever. If you know of a DJ that hates on another one, uh, on another DJ, at that DJ right now. And I said... Sounds counterproductive. Oh, yeah. I was like, yeah, that, <laughs> that's a contradiction. Like, you know mm-hmm. what I mean? I was like, that don't make no sense. You basically just said you don't like... DJs hating yeah. on one another, but you want other DJs. You want to instigate shit. You want to instigate other yeah. DJs hating on the DJs that they don't like hating on. What you call it? Like it didn't it didn't make sense to me. And I was like, maybe am I reading too much into it or No, I just think we said this before a number of times on the show. DJs get bored on Twitter and they just wanna say some shit to get attention. End of the day, even if they don't know it, they're real or realize it. They're just saying shit to get attention because they're bored. And then regardless if that attention is negative or positive, you're still yeah, you're, you're still, still responding to that so now you just yeah. gave the dj what they wanted yeah. or that you know i don't that's in general that person that person spews some negativity out if you respond to it you basically yeah. gave that 
that person what they were looking for, yeah. Yeah. a response. So you know what I mean? The best thing to do is don't even pay it any attention and move forward. Take okay? the high road, man. Yeah. Ignore People are going, shit. hey, I get it. It's frustrating. Like, we all have probably experienced this ourselves where someone would say some shit that we don't like. And we are at, it's at the fingertips for us to either respond verbally or, you know, with, through uh, text or whatever. And we kind of like, you know what? I'm not even going to go there with them. Sometimes it helps to just type out, type out everything you want to say and then, and then delete it. it and then just keep it moving. But yeah, I'm, I'm definitely more um, conscious about what I respond to or, or what I say. Because I know what time it is right now. Like, yeah, cats yeah. are thirsty. Cats are just trying to get content out or engage, whether it's positive or negative. But, you know. Yeah, that's what it is. It, it's a lot of times, if we really think about the situation, what you don't say is louder than what you could say. Yeah. And I think being conscious of yourself, your brand, and even if nobody interacts with it online, people still see it. And they might not tell you because they they go the the higher road, but they see it. Yeah, there's for sure DJs, respectfully that as a company we may never fuck with because we see how they move. Yeah, yeah. absolutely. And people observe that, and I, I saw it. Yeah, for example, ahead. like I saw it. I didn't respond to it, but I saw it, and I'm just like, all right, cool. You know, like, and you know, I don't, I don't have a, a, a hey, at them, bro. I don't have a. I have a personal <laughs> relationship. I'm cool with them. We're cordial if I see them in the if I see this DJ out in the street. Yeah. What's up? What's up? And then keep it pushing. But seeing that now, it's just like, all right, you know, my mindset is a little different when the approach I, I, comes. I'm still I cordial. Think, I think when you run into these guys out and about, the like the, the, the tough guys, tell they're pussies. Oh, 100. percent In the day, they're they're pussies. You, you they apply they, pressure, they fold. Yeah. Like on every level, like running around with Red Foo and seeing how guys talk sideways about him on Twitter. And then when he's in their presence, they're they're cool. Yeah. And it's just like, oh shit, you were you were real tough a few weeks ago. And now that we're at the same festival and sharing the same stage, like everything's good, you know? Man. And and so there's like that level where you're millionaires and you're talking your shit and whatever. And then you're at this level where we're all fighting for book, not fighting, but we're all chasing the same bookings and you know, doing the same clubs. And like you you really don't care enough to hold that same energy when I when I see you, you know, so clear. That's why I, I I don't trip. It's like you're going through something. You've got some stupid shit to get off. Yeah. All right. But, but you know, because you said that, I can't help but remember it or recognize that energy moving forward. Oh yeah, absolutely. Well, there's no better time than to work on yourself than right now. Right now, man. <laughs> this is. I, I think I think everybody will be uh at a. I, I would, my hope is that everybody will be at a at a more evolved mental state after all this. You yeah. know what I mean? Being able yeah. to. Interact with one another. Why on are you laughing? More. We're giving people too much credit. <laughs> you got no hope for me. You got no changed. hope for mankind. That's why I changed my verbiage and I said, I hope, <laughs> as opposed to, I think. I, was I like, wasn't going to say that. I, I hope. You know, 10 people, years ago, Rel would have written everyone off as screwed. Yeah, yeah man. I'm like, man, fuck y'all. You know, but again, that's not me evolving. Yeah. You know what I mean? We, we yeah. always talk about lead by example. You know what I'm saying? So if, if we're not out here, Doing what we're preaching, and you know what I mean. We were like, "What the fuck are y'all talking about? Y'all don't do that yeah. shit." Yeah, you know I gotta give my so. brothers their flowers. We've, as a collective, we've grown so much oh, from yeah, when bro. we've known each other. Of course, bro. And that that goes Fr- from fresh off the plane from New York, nigga. You couldn't tell, oh, man. There was a lot of things you couldn't tell, Rel, back then. Listen, but I got a quick Rel story. Let's here see we go. That you couldn't tell Rel at the time. 
like 2007 or 8, like our first year in DJing. Yeah. We're at Sin... No, not Sin City. Um, Forbidden City. Forbidden City. Oh, Forbidden City. Remember that shit? In Hollywood. And we're standing over there. And we're like... We we just started really DJing. I think I I noticed. We just started doing clubs. So this is new and exciting. Not for me. I mean, for watching you guys was, was fun, but it wasn't my gig. I was just... Um, so, so it was exciting for the crew, the Spinatis crew, shout out to them. And we're, it's like 1030 or no, no, it's like 11 people are coming in and they're really young, 21. Yeah. Cause it was 18 and over spot. Wasn't it, it? The club was on its way out. It was yeah. the scrubs of the scrubs, but yeah. still it was like people you went to house parties with. So there were some, there's some deep, good looking girls there, but I was looking at this girl and I'm just like, oh my God, yeah, this exactly girl is say. gorgeous. And we're on the balcony looking down, and I say, I said, bro, that girl right there is the baddest girl here. And he said, What are you talking about? My girl's the baddest girl here. <laughs> hey, man, what's like, here? All right. Like, what do you what do you want me to do with that? You know, how can I further this conversation? <laughs> hey, if you're hey, just gonna hey, shut bro. the conversation hey, down with that. You just like, know that I ride for whoever hey, I'm with. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? It's like, a rider for moving sure. forward, like, all right, your girl's the baddest girl here, but moving forward, let's take her out of the equation <laughs> so we can further this conversation <laughs> for the and sake evolve of this it. Conversation. I should have, but you know, you said outside I never been hit girl. with that. Yeah, right, you know, outside and really I was like, all right, we're so moving on. Good DJ, huh? <laughs> you gotta look at it from you gotta look at it from my perspective, right? Yeah. Let's say I had engaged. It was the right answer. Yeah, it was exactly. a great. It was a great. If answer. I had engaged in conversation with you, yeah. like, yo, she is bad. Now, if she didn't overhear me, or if someone else will overhear, yo, your man, like up your there, girl ain't even here, bro. You ain't gotta talk like that. <laughs> right? She like, ain't standing hey, behind you. Be like, like, be like, yo, man, yo, your your man over there looking at other girls, checking them out and shit. Now I gotta go home with that situation. See, you know what I mean? I keep my head on the swivel, baby. You and at that saying? same party, not the same night, but at that same party, there was like a hyphy battle going on, and someone dropped their phone. Guy we didn't know, Sean, this guy right here. Jumps okay. in there, takes the phone and rock, runs off. I'm like, why'd you take his phone? What are you doing? I don't remember that, but God <laughs> damn, it wow. like I'm going to resell this shit. I'm like, yo, <laughs> yo, that's someone's phone. What's wrong with you? you now we're just reaching the shelf. Fellas, I was just giving us flowers about maturing. Joe, stop. <laughs> no, we've all stop. evolved. It's fine. Right, we stop. If you you got to be able to poke fun no, I'm trying to get past. you to stop before you get to me, my <laughs> oh, stories. Oh, <laughs> no, you were, you were safe at that club. <laughs> at that time. At that time. Well, in that moment, you were safe. <laughs> in that moment. There were a lot of moments you weren't safe. But. <laughs> no. There's a lot of moments. I'm um, there's yeah. a lot of moments where we all of us weren't safe. No. Man. But with that being said, uh, are there any, to circle back to the IG stuff, Yeah. is there any producers you'd want to see jump on this potential battle? Oh, shit, man. Yes. Um, Kate Trinata, mm. for mm. sure. Um, with who? That's what I was thinking about. Who who can I see? And I was thinking about Sango or yeah. uh, Masango. Sango. Masango or Mas- Sango. Masango. Yeah. Either those two against uh, Kei Trinata. Um, Kenny Beats for sure. Kenny Beats. Um, Cardo. Alchemist. Um, yo, we, we be here all day. Somebody said Kanye versus Pharrell. That's not fair. That's not fair. It's not, I think you it's, get a, you get another you get another Timberland and Swiss Beats to me. Okay, Pharrell is Timberland and Kanye is. Well, Swiss. if you don't look at it like a battle, then it's fine. 
But everyone wants to make everything a battle. Just say, yeah, right. I want to see I mean, them go track for track. Because the competitiveness is, is great. You know yeah. what I mean? It's yeah. a sport. You know what I mean? That's how we, we ain't got no sports. We got a, <laughs> some type of competitiveness uh, yeah. going on. So I, I would actually, I don't know who, because this is off the dome, but I wouldn't, I wouldn't mind seeing old producers and even like, maybe it's because I just did this 80s mix for Double Down, but um, I wouldn't mind... Obviously, Prince can't, but I wouldn't mind seeing hearing print unreleased Prince stuff or unreleased Queen, unreleased um, Morris Day, Jim, uh, 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 The Doors. Like mm. I wouldn't mind hearing those unreleased songs because you got to know those unreleased songs were fire at that time. They weren't putting out music as often as right. as now. Obviously, so w- w- the eighty tracks that they made to scale it down to twelve songs for the album. I want to hear those songs. Do you if, think if there's, you know what I mean? If you can throw that in the equation. Do you think it would do you think people the masses would appreciate something like that? If music snobs, yeah. Sure. Okay. And, and then they'll be like, how did this not make the the album or yeah. how this this is this unreleased these unreleased 10 songs make make a better album than anything that's out. You know, you'll get those conversations um but uh, yeah, I wouldn't mind yeah. hearing like give me give me the Purple Rain unreleased tracks and and everything leading up to Purple Rain unreleased by Prince. I want to hear what that sound, mm. everything that Queen never released in that throughout that run. You know what I mean? Yeah. 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 I wonder who's got access to that vault. Man, Lord. that'd be crazy. Jesus. Nice. My New York people, A-Rap music versus Just Blaze. Mm. Mm. Shit. Be good. Look, you can come up with endless com- combos. Yeah. Maybe, maybe we got to make a dream list you know why don't why don't on instagram we make um create battles yeah and then have a poll type of thing we put that that. on stories and let's let's make our own march madness versus metro march madness (laughs) oh march march madness yeah there you go. I mean, March is about to be over, so we got to hurry the fuck up. Well, you know, March Madness carries over I mean, in yeah, April. Yeah, 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 yeah. Into the first week it's, of April. It's postponed at the moment. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. There you go. Oh, yeah, Post Malone. Um, I, I wanted to... Um, so, obviously not the... This has nothing to do with the... We're talking about producers, and this has nothing to do with the, the DJs, really. But for those DJs that are interested in going live, check out um, DJ City, Mojax... Um, What's what's the video called? Um, tips uh, and tricks. Tips and trips. Yeah, tips he, and tricks. He, he gives a lot of tips. great tips. Mojax gives a lot of great tips on what you what to do if you're thinking of going streaming live. Streaming tips and and um, how to get the best. Quality. I think a lot of guys are still um, like a little bashful, a little shy to go live because they're a little self conscious. But do it. Like, don't worry about the numbers. We talked about this a number of times. Don't worry about the numbers, engagement. Just do it. Have fun. Play what you want. I've seen guys attack other guys for playing club sets. Like, man, maybe this is their time to be heard what they can do in a club. And you you never know who's watching. So it could now, there's a better chance than ever, even even if it's small, there's a better chance than ever that someone may stumble across your live club set and be like, yo, you should consider booking this guy. Yeah. Um, Let me ask y'all. Yeah. Mm. Y'all gonna go live? Uh, Right now, I I have no interest. I'm, I'm too busy with other interests. <laughs> oh, I was going to say, what you got going on? You got all the no, time no. in the day. No, you yeah, only no, sleep seven I'm, hours in a day. producing what records, you bro. No, I'm, I'm, no, I'm, in, I'm, in, I'm too busy with He's my been, production and, and um, yeah, like, we'll get into that later. You got to bless the crowd, man. 
Yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm preparing. And oh, another thing, yeah, because because I'm gonna say I'm preparing for what's gonna what to be ready when this is all said and done. But just just um, to let our listeners know, things are happening very fast, right? Right now, it's IG Live. It's gonna evolve. Um, the way you do IG Live is gonna continue to evolve. So try, and it's happening like every five days, every week. I see new guys doing it, and they're doing something a little bit different arguably a little better than the last guy that did IG Live. So get ahead of this and try, you know, one thing going, tapping back to mixes on what mixes to put out. If you don't, you're not sure what kind of mix to put out, you don't want to just do a club mix, create a theme to your mix. Mm, Me doing an 80s mix is just easy because I can just call it 80s. But remember Power 106 back during the lunchtime hour, um, during the week, they used before Reflex took over and... After Ron, there would um, there would be this uh, a new uh, lunchtime hour where there was a theme to every all the songs were connected to one theme. Yeah. So you had to listen the whole hour to figure out what the theme is. Was, yeah. Right. So you know, Rel put out a Five Burrows mix like ten years ago. Like, oh yeah. That's a dope theme for you know for that you shit New took York me forever. <laughs> I put out a teenage mix. 10 years ago and I that was all the songs I was jamming to when I was a teen. So for those of you not sure what to put out, you know, put out put out a theme mix. Um and do do an Instagram live on, uh, uh, on in regards to the theme and then record that and then post it as my Instagram live, you know, whatever teenage mix. I mean, I feel like right now you cannot lose if you just put out content. Yeah. Yeah. If it's live, if it's recorded, if it's whatever, I think you know, if you have some insecurities about your live um, or <laughs> the background or whatever, like how you feel, what angle, like I think the most important thing is just start. And you can start by just recording, hitting yeah. record. Um, you know, one of the things that that um, you can mess around with is just, you know, just go into your regular recording situation and go for it. And I did have a couple of DJs ask, how I got such good quality on my recording. I were just, it's funny because you, you think like, okay, you should like, we would yeah. know this, but yeah. you know, not everybody knows. And so, um, I literally just recorded the set on Serato looking for your water. It's tucked I'm in your side. I'm always looking for my water. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I knew where it was. It's like the little ball in the cup. Where is it? It's there. Mm-hmm. So, um, but I just recorded to Serato, got the audio. Yeah. And attached the audio to the video. Put it to the I video. Movie iMovie, yeah, it's it, it gets a little tricky with the syncing of the stuff still, but um, same thing with my routines. Yeah, yeah, iMovie, simple. Um, well, routines that I really want to make a somewhat of a production. Yeah, sometimes people are like, "How did you get such good quality?" Like, uh, my phone's great. Yeah, no, my trap phone is awesome. My got that. Got so, the eleven. Fo- so you're not going live to answer Rose's question. Um, I don't think I can at the moment until oh, okay. this all weighs down on me. I bet. I bet you if he comes up with a theme, he's in there. Oh, yeah, he's gonna do it. He's gonna do it. Well, I mean, you, so let me ask you: Are you not gonna do it because of what you said? No, I think because of the numbers. What numbers? The numbers. The numbers between what I did for the recorded theme that I did, and you know, my last mix had a theme to it. So, so, so why not do it live oh, and then shit. and then record it and then post it in as a mix, a live mix? Because I don't think it has the same quality. If you record it in the Serato and then bounce it. I can't do that live. Oh, you're saying... I get what you're saying. Yeah. Record it on Serato. Record nah. it on Serato and then put it out live. <clears throat> because it's like... 
I don't know. I, I think I have a different approach to to like mixes. Like I, um, you mentioned you were, you made an '80s mix for Double Down. Looking forward to that. Thank you, um, Jason. Why shout out nice. to Jason Weiss, who's a listener. Oh, he got a mix coming from supporter. the whole Mickey D's squad. He, he hit us oh, yeah. all up yeah. to do some. And Jason, mine's on the way. I just finished it. I did. Uh, I did my first run at a. Uh, I did a basically an extension of the mix I, I had made for the this young lady a couple months ago. Oh shit! But made it an actual mix. Shout out to her. Yeah. yeah. Shout out for the inspiration. She inspired this. She's man. long gone. And damn, <laughs> but, that's fucked up. Even when women are trash, they inspire, man. Huh? I said, even when women are trash, they inspire. Oh, I think that's the best time. And we'll yeah. get into that. Everything the, is a lesson. Because of the weekend album. <laughs> oh, yeah. God. Jesus fucking Christ. <laughs> I, we cannot spend that but much time on that. Shout out to all the women in the world. Yes. Uh, and, or I should say, significant others. For good or for worse. Yeah. Empowering. We appreciate you. <laughs> but I think uh, I, don't, I don't see myself going live. I, I like the approach I have with certain stuff. I think I'm going to try and stick to the mini mix themes. Um, Shout out to Kermit. That was a last minute uh, album artwork that I was mm. able to finesse. Kermit. But um, I think I'm going to stick to the under five minutes yeah. video clips and, and try to get a little more technical with uh, the empty spaces. Um, but I think you got to just put out content. Yeah. That's that's the way to win. And um, you, you were saying also being creative with your mixes if you're going to put out multiple stuff. I got to definitely give a shout out to Eric Deluxe uh, who's been putting out uh, some <coughs> like Essentially, just says what he wants to hear. Yeah, um, he's three mixes, three episodes in, and it's been how long in the mixes? Go. I want to say about an hour each. Okay. Uh, first one was just some of his shit uh, that he liked, which was like, uh, if I could put a couple highlights, would be Commons Delight, Red okay. Cafe, Fly Together with Ryan Leslie, Woo-hoo. Ryan Leslie, they don't uh, know about Diamond that. Girl, um, and uh, what was some of the. Uh, you know, just some like dope that era. Yeah. Uh, and then second one was more like '90s R&B uh, for the ladies, and then the third one was like classic house. So mm. dope. All has been enjoyable. Um, and, and they're all themes, huh? And they're all themes. So then they're all that, themes. That'll inspire you. That'll. Yeah. You know, it's crazy. Not to cut you off, but in the past, a number of times, two the thought of putting two tracks together has ins- will inspire a whole mix. Yeah. Hundred percent. Mm. Yeah. That, huh. it, doing that little mini mix at five minutes, people are like, "Upload that to SoundCloud." I'm like, "For what?" It's yeah. four minutes, long, five minutes long. Like, it's, it's, it's a song. It's one song. Yeah. Well, one song in the 2000s. Yeah, yeah. two, True. three songs today. Yeah, one one Kanye song. <laughs> one Kanye exactly. Song, right? <laughs> yeah, a, just shorter than one Kanye little... song. <laughs> yeah. Wait, I was recording some mix. Uh, I think it was for our uh, globalization. I think I burned through like five tracks, right? And I'm like, "All right, cool. I got to be at like at." You know, six, seven minutes. <laughs> Bro, I was under three minutes. I was like, fuck. <laughs> Yo, I was like, shit. All that's right. how I felt going through this first run last night. <laughs> you know, I just did like one run, pick random songs that yeah. I felt like would go together. And then you make the run and you're just like, man, I'm, I, I've gone through like 40 songs, 27 minutes. Yeah. What? Yeah. People were like, shit. I feel terrible. Uh, it, but to go back on the content suggestions, uh, Bella Fiasco, Tainted Love. Mm. Put out a, I didn't get a, a chance to listen mix. to that yet. Mm-hmm. She she killed it, did her thing. Um, Sour Milk, some of my favorite things. Uh, great mix. Mm-hmm. And the last one that I wanted to show love to was... I can't believe I just blanked out. But Jay Espinosa also did one. His uh, Russia set for the three style was mm-hmm. sick as fuck. Mm. Um, yeah. Uh- I got just one more thing to say, then I think we should move on. But Four Color Zach's been quiet. 
Oh, that's scary. He's, he's been hilarious. He's been making like memes though. Well, I'm saying in regards to like, cause now's the time to put out some, some great ideas and he does that just on a regular. Yeah. He throws out random ideas and it gets great engagement. Yeah. But I'm keeping an eye on him because sure. I think he's up to something. Oh. Night Train. Night Train. Good job. Yeah. Second reggaeton. Which one? Oh. The Perrealo, whatever. Gotta get my man his flowers. But yes, you're right. Yeah. There's something cooking. Some cooking. He's been quiet. He hasn't been. He put out an edits pack. Oh, right, right. And I oh, think and it... Spider Tech, too. We got to give him. Oh, yeah. Spider Tech. Yo, oh, the shit did... he's been making, like that queen flip. Oh, I did my a, um, God. I did a, I put out a, a video with one of Spider Tech's uh, tracks that he sent over to me. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, it was um, it was an Afrobeat track. I forgot mm-hmm. the name of it with um, the major laser joint. It was dope, though. Yeah. The pack was dope. The packs are dope. He's putting out. Um, make sure uh, while we're all saying this also please make sure to go check out on our mix cloud all of our globalization mixes. oh yeah yep. big shout out to DJ Crespo yep Crespo the DJ yes sir Crespo the DJ DJ, DJ Danger Zone was on DJ there DJ Danger Zone was also on there did a great mix lots of yeah. global vibes yeah um, yeah 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 yeah. I, I was... liked how it turned and then when you went old school at the end uh, it had a, a great uh, felt uniform felt, felt yeah. right yeah and he kicked it off with his uh, most recent remix. The drop. Yeah, yeah the drop. I, I did a remix to the Timberland drop for those of you who haven't listened to the <laughs> I last love their Fat Man Scoop remix. Lame. Yeah, yeah lame. I did a lame remix to a <laughs> lame. Fat Man Scoop track uh, drop. And that's on DJ City now. So um, please go check that out. Everyone's playing music live. So play it live, record it, whatever. Shoot it to me. I'll repost. I appreciate the support. Um, yeah. So uh, Great job on the remix, by the way. Thank you. Thank you. You couldn't give yourself the flowers. Here they are. Hold on. (laughs) Fuck that, man. You do a cheerleader, you got to be yourself. Yeah. Yeah. You're right. You're right. I was just trying to keep it moving. (laughs) Um, No, so... Come on, Joe's never jerked himself off ever. We got nothing but time, baby. What you talking about? (laughs) Shit, we're an hour four in. We're only halfway through our to to talk about this. We got topics, baby. So this has been on my mind for the last week, and and I hit up about... Four bookers. Well, 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 what's going to happen? Moving on, because I had one last question for go you. Go ahead, go ahead. And we spoke about this the other day, and you told me to yeah. bring it up. Why Danger Zone remix, not Danger? Oh, oh yeah. So, so back in 2014, when I would meet with um, Mr. White, shout out to him. He was helping me out. It's not a racist term. He's no. Latino, I think. Yeah. Um, shout out to him. He was helping me out with my branding, and when I created Danger. And, and uh, it was supposed to be like the inspiration behind it was festivals and doing like I was fresh out of doing a number of festivals with Fu. I saw what that world was like. I knew how I wanted to attack it. So I was going to put out trap music and stuff like that. And then that just so then I put out remixes on DJ City and that involved into hip hop beats. Um, and then if, at at some point. Danger was supposed to get rid of Danger Zone. It, I was, I was going to wipe Danger Zone off the face of the earth and just focus on Danger. You are going to beat source it to DJ City. Yeah. I was just going to focus on that. And because Danger's like, I mean, I mean, I don't care to get into all that. But, but uh, yeah, Danger was supposed to wipe out Danger Zone. And then, and then after I get done with my second win and run with Fu. Um, I had to focus on Danger Zone because Danger Zone was bringing in the money and I had to get that brand together. And mm-hmm. for our faithful listeners, you all know, I, it took me a while to get that brand right. 
And once I got that brand right, which was just about a year ago to right. this day, um, you know, it I got it right, and then it, it was polished. It was clean. It looked it, everything about it felt and looked great. So then, Sack Noel and I would meet every now and then um, to just just discuss the culture and branding and just everything. You know, just really cool and growing conversations. And at the top of January, I said, you know, I, I got this. I, I got this. Um, I got some ideas, and I want to get your thoughts on them. So he was. We were talking about branding in Danger Zone, and and he and I said, um, you know, I was having a hard time wrapping my head around what I want to do with Danger Zone, and I said, I want to put out up tempo music because that's where Danger Zone is. Mm. It's top forty. It's the Grand. It's Tao. It's Dare. You know, it's all those clubs. So yeah. I want to put out what works best for the brand, and I couldn't really say that I wrapped my head around it, even though it was right there. And then sat kind of like push me into it like bro you you need to just do that stuff and figure out what your the three strengths of your your brand are and whatever music you put out make sure the, the music not only matches the brand but make sure the music matches the clubs you do right so then it hit me like oh shit all the reasons why i started danger aren't even relevant anymore like i can still do some hip-hop shit with danger and produce that because i'm sure i'll want to get back into that bag but right now everything is up tempo focus. I'm rewatching videos on on um, making EDM drops and buildups. And shout out to um, Taylor Jamin. Um, he's he helped me really clean up the the um, Batman Scoop drop remix. And I was doing a lot of uh, splice. Like on splice, you can share your project, and I can see all the changes he's making. So he showed me everything that he was doing. To, to make it sound better. Sick. Um, so, so yeah, I'm in that world now and that's what my brand is aligned with. Um, so, yeah, that's that's why we're going with Danger Zone from here on out and not Danger. Sick. Yeah. That's what's up. Yeah. Uh, so, moving on. Okay, so, we all know when this is said and done, everyone's everything's back to normal. Yep. D-Nice is going to get a nice bag. Okay. I heard is he, he was already getting a good bag. Right. He was but, very selective. Right, like, there probably will be opportunities for him outside of the if, normal if, if there, DJ yes. gig. Yeah. If there's anyone coming out the gates, yeah, you know, swinging like it's going to be him. So, again, talking to a bunch of bookers, and I asked, "Where are we going to be?" You know, and it, it depends whether you're if you're two months out. Could be we may be at a different point than six months out. Yeah, because when these clubs open, yeah, this is going to be the one of the most rarest. There may not be anything like this again. Right. Assuming everyone does, you know, assuming the, the world's in order. All the clubs are opening on the same day. Yeah. <laughs> at least in each state. You know, Philly may open a little earlier than LA or whatever, or uh, California. I heard Nevada's ahead of a lot of people. So all these clubs are going to open at the same time. Okay. Now, out the gates, the bookers and I that I've spoken to, who are all, not just bookers, they're friends as well. I don't want to just limit them to that. But the guys that I've spoken to, we agree out the gates, DJs will be able to get what they want for a really good rate. But sure. after that opening weekend or so, because everyone's going to want to come out and party, whatever money they have, they're going to throw in there. you know. And you can say some bottle poppers weren't affected by this. Some were. It's such a small percentage already, so some may not be affected. 
Um, regardless, everyone's going to want to party. Yeah. So what's going to happen when after the first couple of weeks of being open and because I don't think the clubs will be able to pay. And this is where guys like us and all you guys are 500 to, a th- you know, all you guys that are like 500 to 1,000, I think you'll be able to get a better rate. But And guys from 1,000 to 5,000 will be fine. But all the guys from 5K to 20K, especially the guys that don't have any music out, I think it's going to hit them the hardest. I think it's going to hit them like a ton of bricks. They're going to have to humble their rates. They're going to have to come down to our world because what, what I think is going to happen, if you're charging $10,000, and I know this for a fact, there, there's a guy getting, let's say, let's throw $10,000 out there. Um, and I'm saying 10 because I don't know exactly what's game, but it's somewhere in that ballpark. He is getting about, when, when he is being booked by a specific club, that club will sell 24 tickets roughly 24 tickets every time he spins, which is not very different than what you would get booking me or booking you or you. You know, let's say people buy five tickets because Danger Zone, Mickey and Rell are there, right? So the clubs are going to say, why are we paying this guy $15,000, $10,000 when we can pay these other guys less at a respectable rate? They're both going to bring in the same amount of people. You know what I mean? Now, I'm just talking general admission. When it comes to bottle sales, could be a different argument. But a lot of clubs focus on GA. So I think the guys from in the tier of 5 to uh, 20K, they're going to have to humble themselves for a very long time or else they're going to sink. First point, thanks for going rogue and bringing up a topic that you didn't give us heads up on. I didn't put that in the notes? No. Oh, shit. (laughs) Thanks. (laughs) Number two. (laughs) Um, I agree with you to a certain extent. Mm -hmm. Um, I think clubs and hopefully um, people don't, don't, um, you know, come at me too too hard with this one. But um, because everybody's going to want to party, it won't matter who they have DJing. Yeah, um, it's fair. And so, and I think that that hits everybody at every level. And unless you're a person that that put out content that got a reaction greater than what we thought as a public your value was, yeah, um, that could be a way for your rate to to climb up a little. Because yeah. I would definitely agree that what D Nice did in showing value of the DJ and people appreciating the DJ, because there's a difference between a DJ and a playlist, um, Mm. I think is the benefit. And I'm going to agree with you that there's a lot of people who were getting the 10K, 15K, that might have gone live. And hence, kind of my position is you didn't pump the numbers on live that you have on your followership. Yeah, And that reflects in GA. There's a ton of influencers that I've worked with in many different facets of life. And they've had triple the following of someone and sold a quarter of a product. Yeah, Not every influencer can sell a product. People can sell an uh, image. People can sell this look. But when it, engagement to conversion are two different things. 
And I think that follows in, in the nightlife world. Mm-hmm. I just don't think, and I say this out of respect, not everybody in nightlife has caught on to what engagement means in social media. There's mm-hmm. a ton of people that I see getting booked with hundreds of thousands of, fo- hundreds of, thousands of followers or a million followers, but their likes are 300 likes. Yeah, and, and I've talked about this before in the past where I've talked to a booker and and this guy has told booker me Booker or a friend? No, booker, not a friend. <laughs> business, strictly business. <laughs> strictly but I've talked to this guy strictly business. MPMD. You know, no EPMD. No, no um I talked to this guy and he said oh, I know the story. You gotta get your account. I've told the story on the pod. Yeah. And you gotta get your followers up. And and I I'm not trying to have this conversation with him, but in my head I'm thinking so no matter how many people who no matter who is following me, all you care is to see my numbers, my my follower rate sky high. You don't care if these are ten year olds following me or sixty year olds. You just want to see because and and in their defense, they're like, yeah, we don't care because I just need something to sell my boss or I need something to sell my my buyers. So it's like, oh, so you think okay. do, you think through all this, those cats that are getting are getting that were getting paid the ten to fifteen thousand dollars during this time that their value is decreasing? Yeah. Or the fact that everyone else's value is increasing. I think more. Well, there's let, let's or there are there both. are very, very there's a very small percentage of guys getting five to twenty K. Yeah. Absolutely. You know what I mean? That aren't producing that don't have that. Yeah. And they're not listening and, to and our podcast. And some of these guys are producing. what? I said they're not listening to our podcast, so fuck them. No. And some of these guys are producing and still... Uh, God, I mean, it's hard to say. You, I mean, you can, you, can, you can give your opinion, but you're saying you talked to a booker already, so that seems like that might be the mindset but, of bookers already. You know what I mean? Before this is even over. Yeah, but I think we all have time to sit on our fucking hands right now, some people. Yeah, and, and like overthink they shit. They might figure some shit out. Yeah. Hopefully. Because at the end of the day, and this is something, Joe's kind of pointed pointed at me sometimes making fun of me about this but like yeah I spend a lot of time looking at conversion and engagement mm-hmm. because naturally I have to take the same approach into my brand as a DJ mm-hmm. it, I don't look at my Instagram as my M- Michael Guerra's personal um front facing um image to the world I yeah. look at it as Mickey wore the brand yeah part of the Mickey D show, part of Mag Park. And I have to treat it in that manner if I ever feel that I'm going to get to the point where I'm going to get compensated for its value. That's yeah. why I invest so much time. It's not a, a ego thing. It's not a, a, what's the word I'm looking for? Uh, the people that have egos and... Egotistic? What's that Arrogant? Word? No. We're getting there. We're getting there. Swimmy, swami, Samson. <laughs> um, yeah. Um, anyway, the whole point is, it's not about feeding my ego. It's about building on what I've started. And one of the things that I've had to to work through is um, people that the one of the main reasons I was going to say the only reason, but one of the main reasons that my followership even grew to where it was at one point thirty thousand followers was because of my store and because of the people I was associated with in that world. Mm-hmm. Hence, why when I put out DJ stuff, it doesn't engage as well or mm-hmm. as high because it turns people away. Now I've gotten down to a like 25 and it's only decreasing. 
because I'm getting rid of more and more young boys are my followers. Yeah. Sounds crazy. It's not crazy. <laughs> but it's real. Sometimes you make it real easy, Mickey. <laughs> I mean, are we here? It's so easy. I'm just ready to move on. Like, <laughs> enough said. Are, are, are we here? To entertain the people or not. Oh, well, let, let me say this, though. And Wait, hold on. Don't let me stop there. <laughs> Go on. Don't, don't let, that's, don't let, let him let, recover. Don't let, let that statement in there. I was going to evolve that, but go ahead. Let him recover. Hey, thanks, bro. I was going to evolve uh, that. But, but look, at the end of the day, kids that want to buy shoes and, and follow Mag Park are teenagers to tw- early 20s consumers <laughs> of those products. Yes. Right? So, hence, if I'm putting out shit for, like, music and things that they have no idea that I do outside of this, yeah. they could give a fuck less what I'm doing yeah. or what I'm putting out there, right? They could care less what we're talking about on the podcast. Yeah. So, I've had to refine my demographic and, and kind of reintroduce myself s- slowly while doing that. And so, I pay attention to those numbers. And I'm, I'm proud of the return I get yeah. on the content I put out. I take pride in that. Yeah. Not for the ego. For the sake of the brand growing. And, it's, you know, same things happen with, with Mag. Like, before, we would just put a, a product up and that was enough. But that's not enough. You got to put up a meme. You got to put a, a, something that engages conversation. You got to put all the different things that we've brought up. In, it's the evolution like, of engagement. Yeah, 100%. Because we have to fight against this algorithm that's built against us. Yeah. And so when it comes to, to DJs and like, shit, I mean, I'm, I'm going to, I'll say it straight up. Like I take pride in the engagement I get and the conversion I get, even when I'm posting up like flyers. You know, I try to trick the system into engaging into a conversation yeah. while promoting an event. And I know where I stand with my engagement. I know I have one of the higher conversions, but that doesn't mean much if the venue or the people don't understand it. Yeah, and and I've said this before. It's it's us versus Instagram. So anybody trying to figure it out yeah. on on just doing a random stuff to get engagement, like, and you're seeing what works. So I'm cool with that. My only issue with your um, past posts is when you do it at other people's expense. Like, 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 I'll give you an example. Like, one of your employees showed up late, and you were all in his face with the with the live with the uh, story. on stories. Yeah, and I was like, now, granted. I mean, he didn't look comfortable, but maybe he was, or I don't know what was like what went on before and after that video was shot. But on mine, it just looked a little cringeworthy. And then, and then I've seen other posts from you where you're at other people's expenses, at other people's expense, where you're putting them on your story. And that's why I'm just like, that's the only issue I have with just anybody. Like, because then some, not just you, but speaking in general now, some people don't want to be on your story and you're throwing them on there. Sure. You know what I mean? And, and you're, probably doing stuff to make them look bad and make you look, you know, superior or, or better or cool or, or whatever. Cause you know, it's like the shit we flex on, on Twitter. We say shit to make ourselves look like, yeah, I'm the one, I'm the man. And without saying it. And that's kind of what it is when people do that on live, when they're throwing other people under the bus or. I get it. I mean, it's all, I understand. it's all said, it's all said. Like, again, if those numbers that you mentioned earlier are correct, you know what I'm saying? You're saying the DJ that, is getting paid ten, fifteen thousand dollars. Is only selling twenty four tickets, and then someone like ourselves, you know, making whatever is going to be selling. I don't know, whatever five to ten. If those numbers are true and those numbers are accurate, yeah. then I absolutely see those type type of DJs that are going to take a huge hit 
But if those numbers are not true, I can't... The only way that I can see those type of DJs taking that much of a hit is if there's a decrease in their value or a significant increase in every other DJ's value. You know what I'm saying? That's the only way I would see them taking a hit. I don't... I personally don't see it. I think at first, when this when this is all over and and you know clubs are opening, yeah, it's an even playing field for everyone. Like yeah. everyone, like you said, everyone's gonna be able to jack up their um their price, get a you know get great value, um or whatever. But then, a couple of weeks, a couple of months afterwards, the playing field is not gonna be even anymore. You know what I mean? So and when, that and that's why I'm saying it's so important now more than ever for those bedroom guys or the guys that are incredibly talented but aren't getting a you know maybe in their mind they feel like they haven't gotten a fair shot or whatever this is your time to get your foot in the door because I'm talking to these bookers to these bookers and if you you know create some sort of uh noise during this live stream stuff you're going to get a shot yeah. a good chance you're going to sh- get a shot but again it's on you if you can't stay in that club yeah. to to keep those bookings you know over, you know, reciprocate those bookings. Yeah. Only time will tell. Yeah. And we'll see if people catch on to what it is because, I mean, it's known. You could pay two, three thousand dollars to get your blue check mark, but, yeah. you know, it's about doing it right versus, you know, faking the funk. You guys think that um, the new, the the numbers that you receive, or the, the numbers that, the views that DJs are receiving on IG Live is the new followers. You get what I'm saying? The new follower count? Mm. Mm, I think it's just... It's hard to keep up with it. It matches. I mean, it matches to what you expect. I I mean, be, again, because I study this shit, like, it, it's just... It is what it is. Like, what D-Nice did was, was very uncommon. Um, what Angie V is doing is very uncommon. Yeah, you know the conversion is very is different. Um, but now it, that now that those people have set that standard, are we judging everybody else to that same standard? I'm not. Ju- I don't think. I mean, I'm not. I, 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 let me let me rephrase that. I don't want to say us as DJs yeah, because yeah. obviously we're in the thick of it as well. Yeah. We're we are these people who are trying to get those numbers or whatever. Let's say bookers or whoever. Mm-hmm. You think they're making that the standard? Am I going to if I am I going to judge your average bedroom DJ who goes on IG Live right and averages anywhere between twenty to fifty viewers to someone like a D Nice who just went over hundred k? Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? And I'm gonna be like ah okay, and then I'm gonna be looking for the person in the middle. I don't think they'll be judged. You don't think so? I, I don't think so. No, I, think, I, I think the ones that are exceeding are getting celebrated more than, and then yeah. we just know everybody else. This is the norm. Okay, versus. Getting like downgrade. Sorry, to cut you off. No, no, I didn't have anything else to say. I just don't think they're going to be judged based on that because this is a unique situation. If anything, to your point, we're going to celebrate those that are killing it, and some of those guys are going to be uh, rewarded. And you know, you know, it's crazy. Maybe the booker you can you can be pessimistic and say you know the bookers aren't tuned into my shit. Yeah, but there are guys that have an influence on bookings on or or the bookers hang out with like rent regular DJs like you and I. And they're like, I I have bookers asking me like, yo, like, who's got your eye? Mm. Oh, well, this guy, you know. So, yeah, there may be that guy that makes a connection. You didn't even know he made the connection. Yeah. But because you just put your head down and worked your ass off, you got an opportunity. 
Now, mm-hmm. so again, so we now we talked about. You said you made a comment earlier uh, about when this is all when this is all over that D Nice is going to get his back. Yeah, right. But you also made a comment about the the skillful DJ, right? Who can go over there and yeah. and get down? Can that translate? And can they keep a dance floor? Yeah, right. That's going to play a huge factor. Can someone like a D Nice keep a dance floor? Yeah. Well, you know I think I mean? when you're booking someone like a D Nice, you're you're not booking him to keep a dance floor because it, it depends on the situation. Like, I don't know if if your average top forty club yeah. is going to book him and expect him to keep a dance floor. Mm. You know what I'm saying? Because to keep a dance floor, you have to play music that people are really really into, and they may go over some people's heads. I'm sure he'll throw down a great set. We heard on the Joe Budden podcast that Joe Budden saw him in a club and he said he was playing shit for, he was playing music that he shouldn't have been playing for that crowd. Yeah, absolutely. You know, and, and, and it worked. Not every crowd or club will, will be that generous. Yeah. We'll you know, so the bookers may give it a shot and say, well, that was cool. That was fun. Now let's mm. go back to booking our regular guys. Yeah. Right. I mean, yeah. you, you he, he, I, I think he put himself, I mean, I guess he already kind of had this title, the celebrity DJ, yeah. but he solidified that. Man. Oh, yeah. Like, he's a celebrity DJ. Like, we're booking him now just for his stardom. Right. You know what I mean? As opposed to, like, not saying that he's not skillful. Yeah. Before anyone would be like, oh, Rel was like, D-Nice is trash, but you... Know, <laughs> <laughs> no, nah, talk you more know, about that. What were you saying earlier you know about saying? it? Like, you know, <laughs> hey, listen... I'm, I'm not, I'm not, I'm not going to throw shade on nobody. You know what I mean? But again, it just, it comes down to like I was saying, you know, there's cats that are more skillful than others. And some people just get the light because of the value of their branding. Yeah. You know what I mean? And, and like, and like you said, the three things that, that way more that we, that people pay attention to relationships, branding and skills. Skills is the least amount of things, but this, hopefully this will, this time that we're experiencing will raise, the skills will be raised and maybe, be as I don't think it will <clears throat> it will weigh more than branding, but it'll probably be at a at an equal level. Like we'll look at skills just as much as we will branding. What what DJs I think need to focus on is not getting the skill part a tier above everything else or two tiers above everything else, but how to make the skills part work with the branding. So yeah. what I'm and what my what I mean by that is if you're gonna go live every other day, let's say let's call it every other day, you need to create some sort of noise about why it's so important that you're going live on these days and you need to draw people to that and make that the place to be for that hour. You got to make all the levels, all the tiers work together. So it's not just about going live and calling it a day. Make a fuss about it. Make a commotion. Yeah. You know, DJs are turning now putting out flyers about going live. Which is is cool. You're getting the word out, but there is a better way of doing it, right? You know, because flyers generally don't do very well in regards to engagement, but you got to figure out a way, get back into your creative bag and figure out a way to, why, if I'm a booker, why do I care about you going um, live compared to Vice or, or Scene or all these other guys or whoever? Like what makes you so important for you? And that may take two, three months. I mean, hopefully we're not in this for two, three months, but that may Whoa. take two months or a month to, to, get, to get it right and why it's so important to come check you out live. And again, that's where how this IG live thing is going to continue to evolve. Yeah, You know, guys have a mic now. You know, Mojax mentioned it, have a mic. You don't want to compete with your friends. So go an hour earlier before your friends tell everyone to go check out your friend, supporting each other. Yeah. You know, you know, like, like, bottle, like, um, 
when go-go dancers used to host all the other go-go dancers to go Do support, go yeah. they don't care to be there, but they're yeah. there to support. Be like go-go dancers and support each other. You know exactly. Saying? This guy knows what I'm talking about. <laughs> <laughs> you know exactly anyway, what he's talking about. I think, I think that's where um, Dre Sinatra wins with the themes and what he was doing with Tupac Tuesdays and Wu-Tang Wednesdays. Yeah. I mean, he even had one of the... Uh, was Raekwon, I think, checked in. He did. Yeah, Raekwon and, did check in, yeah. And yeah, so, fuck that. Say, take a screenshot of who's checked in. Raekwon's oh, in your shit. Let everybody know Raekwon was in that shit. Absolutely. And um, Flyers, I think, don't... I mean, not I think. We know it doesn't perform well right. unless you do some trickery shit that I'll try sometimes on timeline. But on stories, if it looks like a proper thing, like people are going to check it out. It looks like like something worth checking out. Versus, and if you set that standard of, of a theme or something to expect, then I think it gives people more the urge to want to check that out. Yeah. Right? Because if I saw, I don't know, I don't want to give a bad example, but if I saw someone who I thought was a skilled DJ and they're like, oh, I'm going I'm to do all 2000s, whatever, then at least I know, oh, shit, like I should really make a point to check this out. Don't want to miss this. Yeah. And I <laughs> don't want to miss this. But it's just good to to build some anticipation of some sort, yeah. And in a time, don't just pop up on live. I think that that's gonna yeah. hurt your numbers. Yeah, and and that I think speaks to Mike's point about not doing live. Like I would say, make an announcement. Like Scene said, I'm going live in 15 minutes or an hour, something like that. Yeah. So it gave a chance, gave people a chance to get ready for it. You know, I would say. And I don't know how we can go about this, but it might be cool for us maybe the next time we record and if, if we are in this situation or even after um, to just go on live and answer answer questions. Yeah. Like I had a, a weird. Well, we got a fourth person here now. So. Right. I mean, no, he can record. I'm not saying that part. I'm saying like. Um, no, he can. He can watch the live and tell us like he can be on someone's page. Oh. Watch the live and answer and tell us what the questions are. But we would know. We would need to go live from the Mickey D's page. Sure. Or yeah. I was gonna say. Now in my head, I first thought one of us goes live on the Mickey D's one, and then another one joins if we're gonna be at our homes. Oh. But, but oh, we could just oh. do it here collectively. Yeah. I'm actually. Yeah. And because we're practicing social distancing. Not not to push your idea to the side because <laughs> we should jump back in there. But we're six feet away. <laughs> but but I think what we should do here, and hopefully this sparks inspiration. We're not just having a meeting of the minds right now. But what we should do here is get people to our Mickey D's page because we we definitely need to beef that up and have Sean go live from the Mickey D's page while we're doing our pod. Oh, and like a he live reads, he pod. reads the questions. And and even if there aren't questions, he can still control it. And if he wants to jump in and say, yo, there's a question asked, you do it for 10 minutes. Yeah. Group chat used to do that, right? Yeah. They, would, they would go live for like 10 minutes. The first 10 minutes of their, of their there it is. podcast. Yeah. Next show, we'll be doing that. Yeah, Boom. I think we should we should jump on there. And I only say that because Boom. Um, Justin Incredible last night had a bunch of people jump on live that were like rappers. And they were throwing their bars and whatever, whatever. And then shout out to Tony Handsome who instigated to, to talk to me for whatever reason. And I'm like, people are going to be pissed that I'm not a rapper. But... Mm-hmm. I, I accepted the request and we we had a just a quick Oh shit, they got DJ Khaled on there. Conversation, yeah, right? The beard. Um Yo, Khaled's looking rough without his barber. Listen, man, I'm sorry. When was the last time y'all got a haircut? When was the last time y'all got a haircut? Shit, two weeks, bro. It's been a month. Last time I got a haircut was yeah. Boston. 
We're a month. About, we're about Been to see nigga, Joe's. Where's your hair at? We're about to see. Oh, my God. Damn, my nigga. Shit. For what? You looking yeah. like Clive, bro. For what? <laughs> yeah, you really do look like your father. <laughs> oh, the girl. We're about man. to see Joe's hat collection like Yo, no man, other. I'm struggling. Hey, fellas. Rotate hey, like four hats. Listen, you know what? And that's another thing. Um, my uh, my fiance and I were talking about is that this is going to be this is a real test for couples because women can't go get their hair done and their manicures and pedicures done yeah. right and fellas can't go get their haircuts and stuff so in two weeks couple pie and your nails are starting to chip and girls ends are starting to split and fellas' beards is growing out. What about the girls that got to get ass shots and all that? Like, or don't they have to like keep that shit updated? Listen, I don't know nothing about that. I don't know nothing about that. No firmware update or hard reset. I know nothing about that. I'm all natural. I got all natural. Got, so I don't know. You got to download anything. the updates. Yeah. yeah, like what if your uh, update is listen. locked out because hey, of the, the I feel for him. I feel for him. But I mean, if that's the case, but technically it's a it's a medical, so it's essential. So they can go and get. Go get that uh, nah, taken care salon, of, right? Nail salons are closed. Not nail salons. I'm saying the ass shots and stuff like that. Oh, Look, like, man. Nah, I know some surgical people. I'm, I'm thankful my girlfriend is a beautiful woman. And without makeup, she looks incredible to me. Yep, same here. And I know you feel the same way about yep. your girlfriend. I feel great I about myself. I know you feel the same way about your girlfriend. So we are all fiance, very... Fiance, brother. Fiance. Fiance, my, fiance. fiance. Sorry, We're not sorry. in your same boat. Right, right, right. I got to get to your level. <laughs> Um, so yeah, I, I think we're all thankful that we have beautiful women. Yeah, she, got ring, she got a ring on her finger. <laughs> Damn, Mickey's, Lil Mickey's Dicky's new show. Y'all see Lil Dicky's new show, Dave? This is a great time yeah. to talk about Lil Dicky's new show, <laughs> right? Where he lives with his girlfriend, huh? <laughs> yeah, rapper, broke rapper, broke his rapper girlfriend. living with his girlfriend. Yeah, that yo, show is amazing. Yo, man. for real, if you haven't, if you haven't gone. Um, to see on FXX, um, Dave, the show Dave, Dave uh, by Lil Dicky, just go to Hulu. the rapper. We uh, we have it on Hulu, yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, and you could stream it on there. And I heard it's on Spectrum on demand. Mm. Um, just for everybody to have the resources. But man, what a great show! I tell you what, a lot of people are saying like, "Yo, is this like, is this real shit? Like, is he really going through this?" So Zach Seedman, shout out to him. Grew up in the same area as Lil Dicky and was Lil Dicky's camp counselor. Nice. So he's known him for a very long time. I said after the first episode, he's yeah. <laughs> after the first episode, I hit up Zach. I was like, "Bro, please, I'm gonna spoil it. Please tell me whatever whatever happened at the beginning of the episode. Please tell me it wasn't true." He's like, "No, nah, that is 100 percent true." And that's how he got his rap name. So and then and I was like, all right, well, what about in episode two when he has to write that rap? He's like, yeah. He said, I think that's true. He's like, everything you've seen is pretty much true. Like this is his life, the Damn. shit that he's gone through. <laughs> this is hilarious, bro. Bro, it's a great show. It's, it's amazing. <laughs> oh man, you guys haven't watched? Have you watched the newest episode? Yeah. Okay, but I haven't. You haven't. No, no spoilers. But like, they get into some real topics of the world and things that are going on. So. So it's great to see the the relation between somewhat of a message while sneaking in these crazy jokes. Um, I tell you what, I caught on to their formula, and I and I told this to Zach. I said, and I'm sure all this happened, but what makes each moment, each situation so funny is it's a situation you would ask, you would tell a friend, "Hey, wouldn't it be funny if this happened with Thugger, with Young Thug, or wouldn't it be funny if this happened with the with the kid that died?" Like, you don't think this is 
going to happen. But what if I had to do this with the dead kid? You know what I mean? You don't expect that shit to happen or you don't expect that situation with Young Thug to happen. Yeah, but like think of the imagination it takes for that shit to actually happen. Yeah. yeah. Or to for you to even That's think. That's what I'm saying. Like, that, yeah, you can't make that, that shit up. Every yeah. time a situation comes, like, oh, genius. Genius. Like, that's hilarious. The writing is incredible. You've been in this world 36 years of your life. <laughs> when have you ever thought of that scenario actually No, happening? never. It's crazy. Any of them. Right. A lot, yeah. Any, any of them, like, any of them. Man. Any of them. I'm not, uh, I don't want to spoil anything. I don't want to say, I was about to say something. I don't want to spoil nothing because it's so good. Yeah. The garage scene, my nigga, oh my God. <laughs> Yo. Oh, Yo. Lord. And Yo. the shit oh, they say God. to each other when they're having sex oh, was so God. uncomfortable. <laughs> it's so uncomfortable. Shout out to Drake, for real. Oh, man. They, I, I saw that. Um, what an inspiration. I saw that uh, Kevin Hart is the executive producer on the show. Wow. Yeah. Wow. I saw that. It was That's crazy, but... It's great. Man, great, great show. show. Go check it out if you guys haven't seen it yet. But um, yeah. Yeah. De- definitely a content uh, recommendation. Absolutely. And, and the Weekends album, speaking of content. Yeah. Um, we might as well skip underwhelming. that. <laughs> we might as well skip that topic. Party Next Door is coming out tomorrow, which will already be Tonight. Tonight, so technically. Been, so, it, yeah, it came out Look, a couple man, days ago. This is what I think of the Weekends album. Then we can move on. I think the Weekend is so incredibly talented. And has, to Rory's point on the JBP, has all the money to back it. Yep. Sounds like an expensive album. <laughs> right. But I will say, I, I enjoyed the album. I didn't give it, I haven't gotten, a, I just started giving it a second listen. But I enjoy all, maybe because there's like 80s moments in there. And I also enjoy the rollout. That probably helps as well. Every music video is attached to the other. And this latest one, Into, into Your Eyes. Every song feels like it's attached to each other too. Yeah, yeah, because very similar production. But all the videos are dope. Like the story of yeah, it yeah. Is, is incredible to me. But I think, yes, I think The Weeknd can put out a better body of work because he is capable of. Right. I still think this album is better than a lot of shit that has come out. Agreed. Yeah. You know what I mean? So it's but like, is that, is it's, that like it's like he, Jordan. It's like how much better can you make Jordan? You know what I mean? Like, how much better does we're, Kobe need We're to comparing get? the weekend well, to Michael on, on, Jordan. You, don't, bring, don't bring Kobe into this. <laughs> on Jordan, he could have been two more championships richer. Yeah, but that's that's a whole other are you, story. Why? He are you saying? But, wait, I'm just talking say, about greatness. Throw anybody say, in there. The weekend, when it's all said, that he will be considered one of the greats yeah, of our time. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm not gonna so, take that away from him. He's you know he's in a world of himself of his own, battling himself to get better and better. You said that his, a lot of his stuff, just his album now is better than a lot of stuff that's out today. Do you think that's because he has a higher budget than most of the people that are putting out con- or music? Today? No, because I think now. I'll take it back to his first album. Which that was the album? best album. album? Mixtape, mixtape, whatever you want to call it. House of Balloons. House of Balloons. He can never do anything better than okay, that. Okay, there, there will never be anything better than that, right? And that changed music. It did a lot of good for, for music. I still think different, he's got different topics now. It's not so yeah, drug he heavy, evolved. but he's yeah. still fucking a little crazy in the head, yeah, right? Absolutely. He's still putting out twisted shit. I will say, and what was your question again? If, I need to go back to if, you need to give Sean if, a mic if um, cause you said his album today is better than a lot of the stuff out today yeah. and I asked if that's because he has a higher budget than most of these okay so play. the budget <clears throat> he didn't have very much of a budget back then although I, I did hear there was a rumor saying that 
his investors knew he was incredibly intelligent and they were just throwing money at him. Yeah. But still, you can tell the quality of first of House of Balloons yeah, and this is different. Course. So, no, I think even without the big budget, he still has some cool shit to say. Like, lyrically, I'm fucking, I'm vibing with him. I'm, I'm into his crazy, crazy shit, having sex in the studio. Like, I'm with everything he's talking about. Now, if you want to talk about, like, choice of beats or how it was produced... You know, that's a whole other thing. Yeah. That That's where the money comes in. Yeah, yeah. But his content and what he's saying is just as twisted. Not just as twisted, but it's, it's twisted. <laughs> it's it's a little bit more polished yeah. because he's on the radio now and he's yeah. on a big label. Gotcha. It's just a little bit more polished than House of Balloons. Yeah. He was probably high off his mind when he was fucking doing House, House of Balloons. Balloons. Yeah. You can't I remember what you call. being at a um, hot pot spot in Santa Ana eating these like... Noodle, you doing hot pot? No. Anyway, it's like noodle. It's like boiling broth, and you dip the noodles and you dip the like raw meat into it, and it cooks in there. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It's uh, of some Asian descent, I think Japanese. Mm-hmm. And the owner comes over, and he's only playing the weekend in this little like spot, right inside of this bigger like food court, essentially. And he goes, "Bitches love the weekend." Yeah, they do. He goes, "You can't go wrong." He's literally talking about sex drugs and it's fucking pop i love it it's my favorite thing in the world and i i i agree with you with the content i i can appreciate it being this like long story more than like a body of work that Mm -hmm. that takes different roads and you know i I was thinking about this the other day roddy rich's album really gives me this weird feeling that i haven't felt in a long time when it comes to an album where it's just like, I could just listen to this and yeah. have it take me through the twists and turns and have no problem not skipping anything. Yeah. And um, not a ton of albums that feel that way. And I I would even compare Hot Take maybe. But I feel like similar similar ways, Travis Scott's album wasn't as good, this last one, wasn't that great as it actually feels because the <laughs> hold on Sean over here going hold on <laughs> before Sean jumps into we got the, a fourth mic we should, we really, should just give him the fourth mic yeah next episode but I feel he's our new parks yeah but I really feel like the album isn't as great as it is if it wasn't for the engineering what Mike Dean did for its like sound its production you talking about Travis yeah, I think it's the cleanest, sharpest, beautiful sounding album I've heard in a while. Mm-hmm. Maybe since my beautiful Dark Twisted Fantasy. And in regards to just the crisp of how everything punches, I get the quality, how everything the, comes through. The quality of it. Yeah, so I yeah. think also that relates to similarly to this album where because of how it sounds, because of how rich it sounds, because of all the butter, you know what I mean? Like mm-hmm. it, it has that flavor. But it's not great music. No, I hear you. I I personally think it was his experiment album. Travis? Was, no, The Weeknd. Experimenting what? Experimenting new sounds. I still follow that conspiracy, but I won't I know. I don't think it's new week. sounds because I don't think it's for too him different. it is. He he never he never touched this eighty sound. There was that. This, this, no, no, there was the one sixty BPM joint that was on the last album. Star not Boy, Star no, Boy, Star Boy, not was the like song. 90, 91, not not the song. But 
definitely getting shot. No, in the bike. there, there's, there's a, the, there's another song that that was a single, "False Alarm." That was like what was the one that took me back to the. What was the one at 110 BPMs? After I'm saying consistently, I'm talking about him. The last album, I'm saying him using you know using this 80 sound, this 80 sound consistently. This whatever, what you call it is that these songs are 170, 160, 170 BPM or something like that. This is uh, a sound that obviously he's introduced us to from him that he wanted to get it. He wanted to dive into deeper. I, I I only disagree with this because when when he joined Republic, that's the label he's on, right? Republic. Yeah. He it, it wasn't the best album, but y'all listen to the deluxe. Yeah. The what? Deluxe album it just dropped. No, I didn't see that. Oh no, no, I haven't. <laughs> I the JBP joke, but <laughs> so so when when he dropped that album on uh, the first official album on Republic, like he sampled. Precious Little Diamond by Fox to Fox. Yeah. Like that was 100% in 80s style. And I think, I can't remember that album very well, but I remember purchasing that album and, you know, there are moments of going back. Starboy, the Daft Punk production stuff, he uses those those drawn out saw, yeah. synth, saw synth sounds um, in, in tracks, in those tracks as well. And, um, and yeah, I, I think it's like he's always... House of Balloons is an 80s song. Like that that I, sample and that's what I'm saying. is that's an always, 80s sample. And that's always been his 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 thing. He goes but, back to the drug era of he dived the, the white girl it, drug era of the 80s and he, he brought it back to now. Dived into that shit this yeah, album. And I don't think and it, it it could be it could be it could be ahead of its time. People don't understand it. Yeah. You know what I mean? And that could be the reason why it's not that's getting possible. not getting the flowers that it may deserve. Same thing when Kanye released 808s and Heartbreaks. When the shit came out, people were like, this ain't it, bro. Yeah. I really liked it, but I, I was mean, also very- I mean, a handful. Your, your, I was, bi- your, I was your very, opinion is biased when it comes to Kanye, Kanye no I was very emo. Yeah. You, but that's yeah, what I'm emo saying. Has a, I remember first listening, I was like, oh God, this, this is too depressing Yeah, that's me. what I'm saying. Most people <laughs> were like, this depressed. is not it. This is not it. But if you play that shit today, people will be like, yo, I yeah. slept on this album. Same with Jesus. Exactly. Same thing. And I think that could be, that could possibly be what this weekend album is. It's just at every time. People don't appreciate yeah, it because they, they don't understand it. It's Look, not relatable. I, I will say I, this. I will say this. If you like this weekend album or if you need more understanding of this musical approach, listen to Kavinsky's last album. And it's in it's the Night Calls a lead single, and it's the it's the lead single to the movie Drive, with um, what's his name? Um, Don Cheeto? No, <laughs> no, no. Look at me. It, it was an independent. Ryan, Ryan Gosling. Gosling. Yeah, great movie, great soundtrack. But if you listen to Kavinsky's whole album, it's almost like the weekend looked at this album was like, I'm, I want to do what he did, like whatever it was six, seven years ago. So. Yeah, for the music lovers. You wouldn't say Can't Feel My Face was also kind of in the same world? How does that one go? I can't feel my face. Yeah, yeah, that's that's throw. It's just not the hard drug doing fucking hard synth. That was was directed for a radio. Huh? Yeah, that was, and, that was and I think rumor was he didn't even want to do that song because it was a, a label song. That was So that was the, the album before Starboy. And then I feel it come in with Daft Punk on Starboy. And then now almost a full album around the same category, it feels like, yeah. is 
I think it's him doubling down on the bag more than it is on exactly. The- My point is him diving more into this sound than he usually does. Th- usually he'll give us one or two tracks that have that sound that he's always introduced us, like you said, from House of Balloons. You know, it's always been that sound more, a little bit more melodic. You know what I mean? More uh, if you add more of the trap sound bit uh, as far as the drums come, especially more so on House of Balloons than anything else. But I think on this album, he dived into this fucking sound. Like he was like, I'm going to give them this shit because this is what is me and this is what I want to present. And that's why I said this is the experiment because it's not necessarily what he thinks his audience or his fan base wants to hear, but what he truly wanted to put out and understand people may not, it may not, it may not um, resonate with them. They may but not I, translate with them. Where I disagree with, with the comparison to the 808s and like, and um, I brought up Jesus into the same situation because it's a similar situation. But where I disagree with that is, um, number one, Jesus and 808s and even graduation were all presented new sounds like that weren't really in hip hop at the time. So mm-hmm. it created this like, palette that we weren't used to until we seasoned our palette right yeah and then now this to me isn't like you said it's not what danger said you know this is you could see um comparisons and things that sound similar years ago so i don't think he's introducing a sound really yeah i I don't think think he's introducing a sound either i think he's just diving into the sound that he already gave us he's giving more than what you know he's giving i don't think people are gonna grow on this out but again i'm I'm saying that that could be a possibility i'm not saying that's what it is i'm not saying this could be a this could possibly be an album that is ahead of its time i'm not saying that's what it is i'm just it could be you know what i mean six months from now i could listen back to this shit and be like you know what this shit is actually kind of fucking hard I, I was listening to it on the drive up today, like the first three, four songs. And I was like, yeah, man, like I get it. Like I'm really into this shit. But his bag is heartbreak and drugs. When he doesn't talk about heartbreak and drugs, when he gets lovey-dovey, sure, it sounds beautiful. But it's <laughs> that that's corny. not, it's not, and I, I wouldn't even say corny. Me personally, it's just not what you want to hear from the weekend. Like those, those memes and tweets of, of his ex-girl, what was her name? Uh, Bella Hadid Bella Hadid breaking his heart like like yeah it's fucked up he, she broke his heart but we appreciate him breaking his heart because he gave us his body of work like that shit had me rolling that shit had me laughing but out loud laughing out loud yeah I was like that's fucked up but yeah that's sometimes it takes you know some shit like that to put out you know, you know to stick to your brand like alright this bitch fucked me up alright well I'm gonna go in on her right you know yeah. and then boom yeah I, I think this is some you guys maybe not you two in particular, but people need to continue to listen to, especially if we start heading towards that double time sound like Blinding Lights. And I hate that song. Oh, I man, like I that. like that song. I, I really like that song. But especially if we start heading down that route and then labels catch on, they say, oh, it worked for them. It worked for Dua Lipa. It worked for him. We should start doing stuff like this with our pop artists. Then you're going to look back at this album and say, you know, yeah, they they were on it. They they were ahead of time. We'll see. Maybe. Yeah, I mean, I guess yeah, it's all perspective and just opinionated. I, I'm not a fan of that. That I'm a fan of '80s. I'm just not a fan of that specific '80s sound. Yeah. And I think that's what it's just. It doesn't. It doesn't do anything for me. And I get it. Like, trust me, I 80 of my gigs are for white people, so I spend a lot mm-hmm. of that '80s shit. And it just it doesn't move me. I'm stiff when I'm DJing, and I'm just like, all right, cool. I get it. You guys love this shit. So, again, this is just my opinion. Yeah. 
You guys so, can love it. Joe loves it. What would you guys say comparable to, and obviously this is our opinion. We're not saying this is what it is, but um, highly anticipated album from the weekend didn't quite live up to what we thought it would be. Um, any other albums you guys might have felt that no, way about? I don't think so because, again, you know, we talked about this, uh, I think, a pod or two ago where we were just like, there's nothing there for us. There was, there's albums for us to compare it to. So we're always going to compare it to whatever his his uh, prior uh, pieces of work were. You yeah. know, we're always going to relate it to the House of Balloons. I'm saying any artist. What you call it, Thursday. Oh, but, but that's what I'm saying. It's not... You brought up Roddy Rich, right? This is Roddy Rich's first album. Correct? I'm saying, but I'm he's saying not it, talking about Roddy Rich's album, though. Like, it, comparing it to that. He's saying... I'm saying, has there, there ever been an album in the past that was a letdown? You had high hopes for it. And, and I'm saying why it would be a letdown. Absolutely. I'm saying why most albums who that they, are anticipated to be great are not because we have something to compare it to. Sure. You get what I'm saying? We have older uh, weekend albums or projects to compare whatever his newest one was. Yeah. The reason why we look at... And now my point of bringing Roddy Rich was this is his first album. There's nothing really to compare album a whole body of work to for him for him you. you know outside yeah. of the couple of singles that he put out with nipsey or you know whoever there's nothing to compare it to we we say this all the time Nas is you know uh illmatic, illmatic. Well, nothing would be better than that nothing would be better than jay-z's reasonable doubt you know what i mean as much as i think the the black album plays a close second to it nothing would ever be better than that and it's always either that first or second album of an artist's career that we always cling on as a whole, the masses, you know, obviously individually people will check out. So wait, are you so, saying that every album after the first one or two no, no, no. Is, is, it doesn't ex- ex- no, get to and that's not, that's not That's not necessarily the, the case. That's not necessarily okay. the case at all because we, we can be here all day talking about certain artists. I'm saying We, we reason, actually are here all day. We're about two hours. Yeah. <laughs> the reason why the, the reason why we You guys wanted content. This, we can, <laughs> right, content. Exactly. You ain't got shit The to album, do. it was highly anticipated. Go back and clean your dresser. The album was highly anticipated. Because we had prior work to compare it to. Well, right? also, we know he hasn't put out an album come. in four years. Yeah. I hasn't. would say, and, and the rollout was super dope. Like, the dude's running around Vegas. He goes on the late night shows. Ties in the late night show into his music video. He's got a bloody face. He's all fucked up. He just killed a, a person in the latest video. So, yeah, the, 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 everything leading up to this album has been incredible and and produces high hopes from yeah, individuals. But I will say that first album on on Republic, you know, for lack of better words, was more of a letdown than this because everyone knows him for those first three mixtapes to be some of the best music to ever come out in that generation or that time. Yeah. I think it was like three mixtapes in two years or three in three years. So you were getting a consistent body of work from him and then he puts out the Republic album and you're just like... Ah. You know, uh, yeah. I say um, J Electronica. Everybody, that was highly anticipated. Highly anticipated, and that was just like, and I mean, it was. Don't get me wrong, the album was fire, but it wasn't fire because of J Electronica. <laughs> you, with all due respect to him, you know, what I mean? he did a he did a solid job on it. I mean, it's Watch the Throne too to me. Yeah, but, I, you know, I that made me think back to a lot of nine albums that came out in the '90s, and I think of this because when you, when a single came out that was dope. You're like, oh shit! I'm gonna buy the album because I support this artist, and but I can't, can't. There's so many albums that came out where I bought it because of the single, and the album was just very, eh. and mm. it was kind of disappointing because 
you know this artist to be a part of, you know this artist's track record and everything they put out was dope. Yeah. Like that happened a lot in the '90s, but obviously you don't have to worry about that now because you can stream. Oh, and if leaks. you're a fan, you can leak, you can stream, or what you can check the leaks and stream. You know, back then you were if you were a fan of something, you supported it, and if you didn't like it, you just they didn't yeah. play it again. Yeah. Or you went back to that CD for the two or three songs that you liked. Yeah. I got another question for y'all. Since you, you talked about, you know, anticipation. Is there an artist that has put out two or three projects and they have consistently been as good, if not better, than the previous one that he or she has released? Kanye. Yeah. Anyone else you can think of? Um, well, we're saying Kanye's what? Which one of the Kanye's? Uh, Up until when? Yeah, because <laughs> if we, if we, because well, you said you said two to three, two or three. So if I went for a pocket, that was two to three. Yeah. Uh, late registration, graduation, my beautiful dark twisted fantasy. Okay, cool. Perfect. That's growth. That's the growth. Yep, absolutely. Because it's once, hard once to put a college in, dropout. Yeah. At, ahead of late registration. It for me. Okay. Um, I would say Ice Cube's first three albums after okay. NWA. And then he started making movies and didn't care. So Nipsey Hustle. But Nipsey only has one album, technically. I'm saying projects. Let's say projects. Sure. Let's say projects. Okay, projects. Projects. Yeah. Crenshaw. Victory Lap. Um, what's the one with the mailbox point? Victory Lap was the last one. The Victory Lap was his actual album. Right, all right. Yeah. Victory Lap is such a great piece of work. It was great. And that's how you knew that he got the money. He had, like, the production was there. He was able to mess with... Listen, we be here all day talking we about albums. We be here all day talking about albums. We, we, but, we, we gave you each one. And yeah. I would say Chance, uh, I think, what had the one for me where very hyped uh, expectations for his... Oh, and then After a coloring book, and it just... That's uh, a good one. Didn't yeah. quite That last one, man. The way it should have. I just didn't understand it. Look, I don't have a significant other. I'm not married. I'm not at that point in my life. That's where that content was. And I'm sure it hit for a lot of other people. But I do. And I did at the time that it came I out. <laughs> and I just, I mean, again, you know, I, I just didn't. Yeah. And again, it could be my fault because I'm always going to compare sure. his, pre, his current stuff to his prior stuff. Sure. Yeah. Well, um, We've given plenty of content for this episode. Um, If you want to keep up with us and everything else that we got going on, of course, uh, SiriusXM. Yep. uh, Please. Yeah. uh, Next uh, mix is going to be Presto. Presto. Presto and Rel. DJ Presto one and DJ Rel. um, You all know how talented Presto's mix is. Obviously, we three have heard it already and he gets busy with his cuts in the mix. Oh, and shout out to Presto for using my um, Pure Water remix. There it is. Um, So yeah, globalization mixes. Continue to check those out. Yeah, Sirius XM, Channel 13, Tuesday nights, uh, 8 8 p.m. Pacific Standard Time, 11 p.m. Eastern Eastern Standard Standard Time. Um, Please stay safe, stay home. Yeah. Um, Keep yourself occupied and, uh, you know, just keep making progress. Every day is an opportunity for you to to grow one way yes, or the other. Sir. Speaking of the devil, just sent me a mix saying, I hope the mix was good enough for you guys. Bro. 
Presto, Presto said that? Yeah. Presto. Yo, I Get love, the fuck out of here. You know why I love Presto? <laughs> you know why I love Presto and why I love guys? Excuse me. People <laughs> like Presto All is right. because right. we... We're cutting that clip together. We view, we view them as such a high standard. Yeah. You know, we put them on a pedestal. And they're one of the most humblest people that you'll ever meet. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, and you you don't, in the industry, you don't experience that a lot. No. You know, people who are that value usually come a little arrogant. And, you know, yeah. it's just like, ah, whatever. You know what I mean? You got to figure out how to have a dope brand and be humble. And still cool be humble, man. And, and I, I, I mean, I get it when you got everyone. It's tricky. Uh, for some reason, yeah. it's tricky. I don't know why, but it's tricky. Everyone around you is kissing your ass. So you kind of like, well, yeah, man, you know, I'm that dude, you know, yeah. blah, blah, blah. Or I'm that girl or whatever, the, you know, the case is. But it's just, I appreciate that. Like, yeah. for him mm-hmm. to send you that text is dope. Like, I mean, oh, and the man, oh, it's a testament to his strength, uh, not only as a personality, as a human being, but like. Uh, make sure to keep up with him, and uh, yes, you know please we've, do. we've definitely uh, touched on his story mm-hmm. and the amazing things that he's uh, done and, and overcome, and what he's overcome. Yeah, yeah. You know, I think that is uh, um, just a reflection of why you know Presto's a, a great person and, and DJ, and he's always had his doors open to the DJ community. Yep. Anybody that's ever wanted to rock on the Rocktagon. Uh, I mean, sorry, not the Rocktagon, the uh, <laughs> the Octagon, the, the Octagon. Octagon. But what does he call it? The um, the Death Star, Star. Death, Death Star, Death, Star. Death, yeah. Death, Death Star, Death or Death, 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 Death. 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 But yeah, anybody that's ever wanted to, and you know, not just anybody, but people that he's had a couple conversations with, he's always opened the doors to those people, and yes. it is a full on nerd out and Man. learning opportunity. He was the first guy to comment on my mini mix. Nice, nice. He's the first one. Thanks. Right on. Love Dope. you, bro. There it is. Episode 39. In the books. In the books, baby. Go watch Dave. We won't even give you music picks. We're trying to get the fuck yeah. out of here. Yep. <laughs> we got to record these drops for our other we, we for our next. You, it's going to be all weekend picks <laughs> <Next> anyway. <guy. laughs> yeah, 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 let's come back next week and see how we, if we still feel the same way about the weekend album. Man, fuck that. Party Next Door is dropping tonight. Let's talk about Party that too. Party Next Door, baby. Let's talk about both next week. Yeah. All right. All right. Peace. I still have a conspiracy that the weekend did a dud album to set up Party Next Door to put out an album and he's got one in the tuck no and then way. he's going to take out Party no Next way. Door. If he does, he is gone. Yo, telling you. There's no way. Hey, bruh. There's no way. He's rich enough. <sighs> I don't believe it. I'm not saying it's impossible. I don't, just, I don't believe it. I hope it happens. That's how you end it. <laughs>